Hey, what's up? This is Len, a.k.a. The Bad Tribble. Check out Black Tribbles every Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on G-Town Radio, the sound from Germantown. Too cool to be geeks, too cute to be nerds. We are Black Tribbles. Gentlemen, it is your Black Tribbles. This is that 215 Nerd Bob, G-Town Creativeness, five-piece band of folks that created this. Every black geek made a wish and it came true. We are here to edutain you, spark your imagination, make you smarter. Bruce Wayne, Clark Kent, Peter Parker, Face Windu, and Miss Aurora Monroe. Find us online and get ready for a fun show. What you want to know about the genre? We got it. That hot shit. No matter what's the topic. Anime, cosplay, cartoons, and comics. From old school classics to high tech and cosmic. Sometimes I'll drop some classic hip hop shit. Kennedy or Rocky Wild in the mosh pit. E-Mac and Jay bagging up like hobbits. And of course, Captain Len in command of the cockpit. That's right, y'all. Welcome. Black Tribbles Prime is in your area, in your mind, and in your ears. Check it out, G-Town Radio. It is your Black Tribbles. Coming to you from the beautiful studios of G-Town Radio. G-TownRadio.com, the sound from Germantown. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, cats and kittens, children of all ages. Welcome to... Another edition of Black Tribbles. Prime! Bully! My name is Len, aka the Bat Tribble. And as always, I am joined in studio by. Yo, what's up? I keep him at bay like my name was Hodor. I boldly go where no one's gone before. What's up? It's Kennedy, also known as that Mikey Chick, also known as Mjolnir Tribble, but better known as the Storm Tribble. Hi, guys! Hi! Hi. Hi. Bong, bong. Your girlfriend got a thong on because I told her so. My explosive flow burns through my uckers, suckers. But you know, can't even rap no more. Your man, our son, the voice of reason. Super Triple is back in the building. Hi, everybody. How y'all is? Yeah, what's up? Yeah, this, this wiring. Uh, you, you were fine. Oh, really? Because I couldn't even hear it in my headphones, so I didn't know it was on. Hey y'all, you know how I am. I'm chilling with your moms, like always. She's sitting on my lap while I'm dropping the deuce. <laughs> Watching Schoolhouse Rocks while she's drinking some juice. It's your boy, Jay Rich, the Spider Triple. That's some creepy shit. Who doesn't love juice? <clears throat> Seven triples hanging round these halls. You stack them one by one and you got a totem pole. With their intellect and their Kurt Quaffed hair. No power in the universe could ever compare. We the nation are about this ish and I die for this ish. That's no bull ish. Yeah, that's right. One day seven tribbles will fly. 
What up? What's going on? It's the man, the myth, the legend, the triple, formerly known as Master. How you living? Bruh. Hi. What's up, man? What's up? Yo. Digging in the crate. He said, yo, I was like, wait a minute. Hold up. I was like, hit my Rolodex real quick. Yo, ladies and gentlemen, the countdown to Star Trek Mission New York continues tonight. The top 10 summer flows with no man has gone before as we count down the top 10 Captain James Tiberius Kirkisms. Smoke them if you got them. Anything that Kirk does. Best Kirk scenes, top 10 Kirk sayings, top 10 Kirk things that he do, top 10 Kirk chicks, whatever. We Everything Kirk is going down tonight as well as we have passes. Two passes. Two passes. Two three-day passes to Star Trek Mission New York Labor Day weekend at the Javits Center in Manhattan. These three-day passes could be yours. Listen up for your chance to win later in the show as well as we have any time you want to tickets to Suicide Squad. That's right. Anytime you want to tickets to Suicide Squad, the motion picture which opens August 5th, this coming Friday, not next Friday, well, August 5th. Yeah, listen for that too. Next right. Friday, not this Friday. There you go. Thank you. So right. wait a minute. What I, we got? You got tickets. We got tickets. For Suicide Squad. Yes. Anytime yep. they want. After, yep. after August 5th, anytime you want. To go see Suicide Squad. Yes, you and a guest. Two of them things. Yes. For both of them. Yes. Yep. No sneaking in. No. Nope. Your own popcorn. Yep. Your own chicken in the movies for Suicide Squad. Well, you may have to sneak Your in the chicken, chicken in the popcorn. Yeah, make sure you sneak in that gravy. They too. used to that anyway. <laughs> yeah. And two three-day tickets? Yes. Two three days? Two. Dog, that's like a whole weekend plus one. Yes. Three days in New York? The Javits Center. Like Star Trek missions, dog? For real? Like, yo. Bet. Tell me you're not for real right now, yo. For real, son. Tell me what's going on in New York for Star Trek missions, Star Trek 50. What you say, Triple? Yo. What you talking about, Triple? You got two three-day passes to Star Trek Mission New York. What are you talking about two three-day passes? Oh, my God. Yo, Triple, what's up? It's the 50th anniversary convention of Star Trek. Huh? Yo, it's going to be like the entire cast of Next Generation. It's going to be the entire cast of Voyager. It's going to be Don't say original series, dog. Don't say original series right now. Guess who's going to be there, though? Who? Kirk. Yo! Yo. Oh, my God, dog. He's going to be in the Yo, building. Yo, how are they getting these tickets? Yo, listen up for your chance to win 10 o'clock tonight. They're going to find out tonight? 10 tonight. o'clock. Tonight. 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 On the dot? On the dot. Or like CPT. No, on well, the dot. Oh my God, yo, that's ten short, y'all. E- is it <laughs> Eastern? Short. Is it Eastern? Eastern. Eastern. Oh, okay. Eastern. 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 Eastern time. Eastern time. Don't you notice the pattern? Yeah, yeah. There's a, there's a pattern on Eastern. Because he be messing around with Green Lantern and them. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like them Green Lanterns. Them Lanterns. <laughs> All right, so we're I wasn't going to go there. I forgot. I was hoping y'all was going to leave me alone on that, but no. No. no I was just pointing out the pattern. <laughs> That's the first sign of intelligence, they say, in early childhood education. If a child picks up a pattern. <laughs> you break it, you yo, bought it. Yo, we break, yo, we break it all kinds of stuff up. Right? We're going to tear this whole joint up tonight. Yeah. 
Jesus, don't do that. Please don't do that. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Please don't do that. All right. Um, so we're going to get into the the top ten summer, the top ten Kirkisms. Um, after we take a quick short trip around the news, and right now the news is pretty much everything San Diego Comic Con. What? With, so much good stuff. With all of these trailers, slap your just, mama with a trailer that has just dropped. So let's go through them one. One uh, one by one. Let's start with let's start with um, Justice League, which really wasn't a trailer. It really was actually like it was just a, a couple footage. of footage. It was just footage. Yeah, footage, footage yeah. they kind of like pieced together tra- in a trailer type of way because not even all of the effects were done. Stop what you're saying. I'm in. You were in. That that's what that was the quote. That was the oh flash yeah, that's quote. right, that's right. I, I, I don't remember. Um, that was the best part. Now, of the I, whole that, damn trailer. I'm I was just happy that he didn't have his little mustache thing that was going on and. Uh, BVS that oh, yeah. that irked me, that irked me so much. His dirt stash, that, like yo, that took me out of the movie. <laughs> it like really irked me. I don't know why, but I was like, Flash is clean cut. Like he doesn't have like a mustache. It f's me up when people call it BVS because in my brain I hear Buffy the Vampire Slayer. So I get confused for a couple seconds. Oh really? I'm I like, just call what? that Buffy. Well, some people call it BVS. Really? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So different... what do? Sorry. So what do we think of the the Justice League uh, footage? Two well? words, Jason Momoa, snarf. That's three words. <laughs> One's a word. That's two. actually two words and an onomatopoeia. Hey, blew, blew your butthole open. Prolapsed, <laughs> 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 dude. I do. I, I I think the best part about the whole thing is that uh, Batman just hasn't learned. And it's just like, you know what? I don't care what kind of powers these jokers have. I'm going to get in everybody's face. So I'm going to break in this dude's house and throw stuff at him. Right. I'm going to go up to crazy fisherman guy and, you know, just supposedly he can. Oh, wait. This dude's got me up in the air now. Hold on. Wait, wait. Hold on. He's, he's got that farmer strength. What yeah, is... like, like, homie, can you chill for a second? Like, <laughs> this, this Armani Aquaman player. Like, Aquaman <laughs> was like, no. <laughs> this Armani, you better let go of it. Yeah, he had your boy hemmed quick. I love it. I love it. Me and uh, uh, Green Lantern Tribble on Twitter got into it for like a hot second because Fancy Fembot uh, was talking about, she, she had mentioned um, an article that she had found a link to talking about the director of Aquaman, how he's got this horror background, how he yeah. tries to make, he's going to you know make it a little bit different than what everybody's expecting to be. And um, she said something along the lines of, oh, so wait, there's going to be more than just Jason Momoa shirtless and drinking, right? <laughs> and I was like, hey, works for me. And uh, Green Lantern Triple like rolled his eyes. I was like, hold or, hold or, hold or, hold or, hold or, hold or. This is the first time, really, that any of us will get an opportunity to like objectify a comic book character brought to life like this. Like, no one's, no women are tripping over any of the suits. Lo- logistically, right. Uh, Mainly because right. I mean, of- when Superman and Man of Steel was shirtless, the girls like that. Yeah, but that's but- shirtless. That's not him in the suit. You see what I'm saying? Everything yeah. is right. armor at this yeah, point. Yeah. So yeah. it, it kind of takes away from 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 what it is. So right. if if Aquaman is mostly skin out there, skin, yeah. and it's <laughs> Jason Momoa, like dog, you get to objectify women all the time, like. Let us have this exactly. And then she threw up this great gift, and it was like, "I learned it from you." I was like, ah. <laughs> so he was like, "Yeah, you're right. You're right." So you're in for Justice League, Kay? I mean, I, I I'm more excited about Justice League than I I am about Wonder Woman. Well, I guess let's. It sounds like everybody's into to Justice League, so let's go to. Wonder well, I don't Woman. know because uh, am I the only person that it seemed a little inorganic 
Like when I saw like Batman running around and recruiting everybody else, I'm like, Batman has an ego. Batman doesn't need anybody but Batman. It doesn't seem like Batman to run about like, hey, I need help for but then again, granted, I don't know who this enemy is coming that he needs help with. But that doesn't seem like Batman to me to be the one recruiting yeah. other people. Wait, but Batman wait, 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 stop. Batman got more partners than the king on a chessboard. Batman brings in more random orphans every week yeah, than he, anybody. He's, he's, squad put together, he's put together at least three different teams. It's what he does. I don't care how much loner they try to make him all the time. All that dude does is like, hey, what are you doing? You want to go fight some crime? Hey, you, uh, you, you want to go do some stuff so hey, I don't have to do look, it? Hey, uh, hey, kid, what are you up to? What are you doing there? Hey, 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 li- hey little boy. <laughs> hey, do you like bad guys? Put a mask on. <laughs> or Put a mask on and let's go fight some crime. Even uh, in, in this context, he's like, hey, 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 you're stronger than me. Why don't you go fight somebody? I'll yeah, just right? chill back here. I'll chill up in the watchtower. No, 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 I got you. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Don't yeah. worry about it. I got you. And, and, and at the end of um, Batman v Superman, Batman has kind of like come around. Like when him and Wonder Woman are standing there at the at, at the, the funeral. funeral, he basically is is saying like, you know, like, you know I've seen some stuff, and we're gonna need we're gonna need help. And that, I mean that's that's very uh-huh. like the Tony Stark route of of right. like the Marvel Cinematic Universe. He was like, I've seen some stuff, and no one else has seen this. I'm gonna need some people. Right. Yeah. Can y'all? Can y'all? Because I'm just up? a human. So it follows. So so it's not that you're not right in the way that Batman usually is depicted, but the Batman in this universe, this would be the next through line. You know, is uh, he older at this point? You yeah, know, yeah, 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 yeah. He's, he's okay. he started well in Batman V. He started off as an older one. He's like the oldest one. Like no, Batman good. V Superman. He's like like at the end of his rope. Like he's yeah. been, he's been Batman for a minute. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's yeah, taking so he licks. There's he, only so many times you can replace that knee. Yeah, he's like, look, you, know, like, you fly. Throws a titanium at this point. <laughs> he's like, hey, bro, you fly. I need diamonds. We we could use you. So when Aquaman lifted him, he was like, oh, he's strong. Look at you eating your Wheaties. Hey, hey muscles. I got a job <laughs> for you. You doing anything on Thursday? Speaking of Aquaman, uh, uh, Hawkeye triple hits us up. Hey, Poe. Uh, he says, like the classic Aquaman joke. I hear you can talk to fish. Already more fun than Dawn of Justice. Well, yeah, that's what a lot of people were talking about. Is that like, admittedly, like we said, this is not a trailer. It's really just a couple of scenes that they've shot and just put together in the, like trailerish type of way. But it's already funnier than all three hours of Batman v Superman. Yeah. You know? Well, I th- I think part of that is seeing the already like hype and, and and love for a suicide squad and how they're not going for the they, it's dark but there's an element of comedy in there to kind of lighten it up and i think from that people are going to start running th- that route plus oh, yeah. they've seen it work so well with marvel like people yeah, like yeah, you know drink the kool-aid a little bit yeah so so everybody's in for justice league so let's go to Wonder Woman, which was a trailer because the movie has been pretty much it's done. Uh, this it was actually a trailer for the movie. Um, uh, I'll just say I I enjoyed the trailer. I really I liked everything about it. I yeah, lo- I love. I liked her, her costume. the The costume was dope. Like the fact that it's like armor, like the boots aren't just like here's some latex shiny boots that. You yeah. would get from a department store. You know how, like in the '90s, they probably would have done that. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, you come from this this magical land. Here's some shiny boots uh, from Rainbow. Shiny, yeah, right. But like, it's actually like yeah. armor plates. Instead, she has armor plated wedges on. 
That's all right. I mean, I mean, there are. I like the fact that it's like segmented armor, but it still has the color scheme. There's still of, a wedge of the who's fighting in a heel. Yeah. I'm sorry. I, I just yeah. I, I I agree with you on that. I don't know why they they shit. force I'll, that on uh, on characters like no matter what. Like eh, no one's gonna be like I'm gonna fight like Debbie gods in, in some heels. I don't care how how thick that wedge is. You're not gonna do it. Like it's just stupid. Like why would you give them an opportunity to roll your ankle like that? I don't know. I, I feel like I can I can look at you know a crowd full of supermodels on a runway. You know I don't I don't need to see giraffes pretending to be Amazons. But whatever. It seems I'm already outvoted on that one. Nobody else yep. seems to give shit about you know the nope. quantity that of an Amazon. I mean here, here's the thing. Here's the thing. That shit looks hot. She looks forced. Look, Talk about look, inorganic. It looks contrived. It showed a lot of promise. <sighs> the trailer. It showed promise. Here, here's the thing. A lot of people are upset. Like, like, well, not anymore. But like when she first was announced that she was too skinny and this, that, the other thing. So we'll just cast all skinny women. It'll be great. But I mean, Linda Carter was not Hollywood. buff in any sort of way. Okay, but that's at Linda all. Carter. But we're everybody not... praises her like we're, she's like first, you know. Okay, first of all, Linda Carter and that Wonder Woman is not the source material. It's not, you know what I mean? Like, there's a whole myriad, there's a whole gauntlet of different depictions of Wonder Woman that are a lot more accurate than Linda Carter. Than but there's also ones of, of Wonder Woman, like, typically a swimsuit model. Like, everybody in comic book, are from male to female, are, you know... GQ ads and like you know Amber Crombie like either posters. way those whether those those proportions are all kinds of unrealistic. Unre admittedly, she still looks like she can lift heavy shit. You know what I'm saying? This this band of Themyscirans does not look like that. This looks like screw you guys on Project Runway. I don't have to take this. I like eating popcorn. I'm gonna eat two kernels a week. It'll be great. And then we're gonna put on this Amazon stuff and play at being warriors. Like I. I'm I'm tired of settling for oh well this is good enough this is you know it's it is a Wonder Woman movie so I guess I should be happy for it like no no I'm not I'm not she's not Wonder Woman to me she's gorgeous fine but that doesn't make you an Amazon Connie Nielsen is gorgeous fine but so the f what like that's not it you know what I mean so I feel like if 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 uh you know they had cast uh, a thinner dude for for Batman or a thinner dude for Superman who looked like you know handsome in the face and had that leading man chiseled jaw kind of look guys would be oh my god oh my god the panties that would be in bunches over that well but, i mean but, what about brandon brandon ralph he was not uh like uh, during superman returns he was not like that buff he was tall and and but thin. but but what i'm what you're not realizing is that how many movies of superheroes that are male dominated are out there so that that one instance that you're making reference to yeah doesn't doesn't correlate no. to the to the dozens of others you know right. I mean? this is the first well more so more so than that and i and i hear what you're saying as far as the difference when you when you go with brandon ralph but more so than that when you figure um Christopher Reeve was a straight unknown, but he was still kind of like a, a you know, a, a, there, without being buff, there was, you know, something to the man. You yeah, know, yeah, look, yeah. He looked good in the suit. But more to the point, when Michael Keaton was cast as Batman, now, mind you, this was pre-internet. Right. Everybody but, lost their shit. But, but even pre-internet, 
you know, you could still be in your house and you could feel the world like what the fuck. Yeah, yeah. You Everybody I mean? hated, like, like hated the and, idea of Michael and, Keaton. And and based on by the his, way, twenty four minutes. There you go. Uh, and it probably was me to be fair. Yeah, that wasn't me. No, it was him. No, I said it was me. No, I'm, 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 I'm in general. So, so I'm, I'm good. General I'm good. Yeah. It's not me. Yeah. It was me. It was me. I'm, I'm but, in general. Um, but but uh, uh, um, based on his body of work or his most famous body of work at the time of his casting, you know, nobody could see him as, as Batman. And, and to the point that the costume that they put him in they had to put in a costume that made him armor that made him look more substantially as batman lifted him up and molded him out and everything like that which they're doing to her well i i believe that um nevertheless he still was a very good i don't know he was an excellent bruce wayne and he was a good batman he was a good batman Batman. um once you see the movie and and everybody gave it a chance everybody raved about the dude you have your, you know, your your uh, opinion in regards to her. That's fine. It's fair, it, and, and some of them are, 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 you know, a lot of it is is valid to a, it, um, but what I will say, and what some other people have said, is um, at least they did not cast someone that is short. They did cast a very a very tall woman. I believe that. I believe while she is not buff in any way i think she definitely still has a a, a presence of uh, and and you have to remember that wonder woman is not strong because she you know is super buff she's strong because she is and because she is an amazon it's it's ingrained in them so she doesn't have doesn't have to necessarily show so much physically but i still i still think that she is still a very a very um uh, 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 strikes a physical presence in this movie. I felt that you know what they showed of her acting, which is not much because it's a trailer, so it's going to be mostly big a- action and stuff. But what she did in Batman v Superman, what little bit she was asked to do there, she handled. She, I think she, I thought that she handled it pretty Yawn. well. And, and that's the difference. You know, this is not the same as Keaton's Batman off the gate because we've seen what she's bringing to the table as Wonder Woman already. Not a whole lot, but we've seen it. And I'm still like, I, I don't, I'm not, I'm not impressed. It, it, it's, it's funny because I, I talked to a few friends and it was, I mean, and in this circle of friends were like guys, girls, gay, straight on both, you know, on both ends, you know. And their biggest concern was Wonder Woman when Batman v Superman was coming out. And after they saw it, all of them were like, that was per- they thought she well, was the general, perfect. The general consensus coming perfect. out of that is that she was one of the best things of the movie, of Batman v Superman. You know, yeah, I mean, yeah. That was the general consensus. I mean, you know, I'm not saying that everybody, but the general, the overall. Consensus yeah, the two things that sold that movie were were Batman and Wonder Woman. Like, all right, great. Just, but if we can focus on this trailer, right? Am I the only person that felt reminiscent of Captain America? I did all these poses, so relying on the shield. If she throws the shit in this movie, I'm gonna be fucking pissed. Like it, 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 it fighting Nazis. I'm like, it just, I'm like, this, this is a Nazis, lot. Like, they're not Nazis. It's a different war. 
But, but, it, but it's reminiscent oh, of... It, it looks Cap- like that shit. It looks Captain like America that. Movie. Well, yeah. it's, well, it is a period piece. It takes place back in World War One. It's, sh- it's to take advantage of the fact that Wonder Woman is so long-lived. So that's why they're showing her back then. It does have a little, you know, some, some hallmarks of uh, Captain America. I, I feel you on that. I still, I, I actually felt that as reminiscent some of the visuals are to Captain America. I felt this uh, was a lot more action heavy than Captain America was. I felt the tone of this was a lot different than Captain America. And I like Captain America. Um, but I, I, can, I still felt the difference in the tone from what I could see. Um, I don't know. That took away from it. That, that, that distracted me. So that makes me. And that, that might happen. Like, but like now those, I'm more those, apprehensive. But here's the thing: those those of us Fair who are like know the comics know that she's that's not new. You know what I mean? Like, there was an iteration of Wonder Woman that that uh, fought back in the war. So, so that's it, fine. I mean, it doesn't have to be like a new tale. Like you can do that, but it shouldn't make me think of Captain America when I watch her. I you know you. what I mean? I like you. I didn't uh-huh. see Suicide Squad and immediately think about, you know, Batman versus Superman and shit like that. You know what I mean? Like, or whatever. It, or, didn't, it didn't have its own identity for you. Right. Okay, it, that's fair yeah, enough. So that's fair concerned. enough. That's cool. I just, I, I feel like, I don't know. I'm just tired of settling. I'm tired of being told, oh, well, it'll be fine. Or, oh, well, this is all you got. Or this is all you get. And I'm just I'm tired of having to be okay with what is being fed to me generally speaking and in this particular instance as well okay well let's move on to a couple of other trailers to time's like luke cage okay let's go to luke cage michael mike coulter luke cage you mean michael allen coulter here's the thing the the best advertisement was the line in that because that's some dibs i licked it I see that. <laughs> Peed on him a little bit. The <laughs> when they were announcing it and all that stuff, the best like it wasn't even in the trailer, but when they were announcing the trailer and all that stuff and they were doing like press events for it, they were like, Isn't it about time we had a black a bulletproof, bulletproof black, man. black man? And I was just like Yes. Huh. Ooh, wow. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I was like, Alright. <laughs> like Yeah. And they already put out a short snippet for uh uh, a teaser, no, not a teaser Defenders. for Defenders. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 I saw yeah. that. I saw that. But let's stay on, let's stay on Luke Cage because um, it looks it looks it looks real good. It does yeah, look, it looks real, real good. Looks I, real I, good. I don't see a lot of superpower going on in this one. I saw enough. Except I mean, for him I tearing see... off a car door. No, no, no. I mean, <laughs> wrapping the boy in it like an enchilada. No, 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 no. I'm talking about like him versus uh, like oh, a big yeah, superpower. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Like you know how some of these are gonna be like yeah. yeah. Like, there's going to yeah, be, like, like, some mystical thing, a lot of special effects. So, like, like what's, what's going to be his opposite number? The, right. The, the final. Social injustice. And I think White that's oppression. what it's going to be. Yeah. No, that's <laughs> that's what I think it's going to be. It's going to be, like, a black Ur- version of Punisher. Or urban oppression. I would, white privilege. I'm hoping they're going to go. They're going to dig deep. There was a guy who used to fight every few issues. A guy named Man Mountain Marco. This huge Oh, yeah. Dude. Big dude. Like, I'm hoping they're going to. They're digging that deep. Guys they probably, like they probably will. They, you know, they got to throw some Easter eggs out there for for you. But yeah, they, I think you know that whole that whole Netflix Marvel universe is kind of street level, kind of low key. They, they, right? You know, because because it's only really in season two of Daredevil that they even went like a little mystical, mystical with yeah. Electro. So everything else has really been street level. Um, That's how you save all money. 
Well, certainly. It uh, it looks really good. It, 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 I love that the music. Now, though, I will say, watching well, the, the music, you know, well, perfect. It's Luke Cage. I mean, you know, perfect. Yeah. Right behind. I, I, I want to hear the soundtrack for this whole first, series. At first, like, I was like, oh shit, they're gonna lose so many people. But then, as the trailer kept going, I was like, you know what? Fine, it's gonna piss all the right people off, and everyone else who isn't pissed off is going to love it. Yeah, yeah, dude, Ali Shaheed Bahama is doing the score, so. It's gonna be. It can't be bad. Yeah. Now so, I did it's like be it, fire. but to your point, Eric, watching this, uh, watching the footage, put me in a little bit of mind of the first season of Daredevil. So, so part of me was like, okay, like where else? And I, I know that it didn't really show a whole lot of the story, but I was like, all right, so where else? Where's the difference going to be? Besides that, it's like it's just a you know brothers. You know what I mean? That's mm-hmm. what put me in the mind of that. And, and I know why, because the uh, the trailer was a, almost like a revisit of the hallway scene from the first the, yeah, Daredevil. Yeah, like when he was exactly. running through it the building. It was just Luke yeah. Cage's version of the hallway scene. Which, like, which was cool which that was it was fine. different. But like he he did the same thing. Like I'm gonna walk into this apartment complex. I'm gonna clean out the Carter, and I'm gonna just walk through the yeah, hallway right. and body everybody uh, like all the way down. Like, and it was it, it, it was and it was done differently in the way that he did it because he he had different powers. Yeah, because yeah. he like you know I don't care. Hit me all you want because it's just like bang. He's like banging heads left and right. You know what I'm saying? But it did still. Remind me of, of Daredevil. And I'm, I'm okay with that. If they did that for like everyone of their Netflix. Yeah, like everybody like, get their little hallway, hallway scene. scene. I'd be okay with that. I want Je- Jessica Jones to get awesome. a hallway scene. The, the only Yo, thing that that upset me about the trailer was the black on black violence. Mm. Like I feel like we deal with enough from outside sources on a regular basis. So visually, while it's great to see a bulletproof black man in America, visually... You know, seeing all of these other beautiful black babies get beat the hell up by this beautiful black baby was like, oh. I feel you. I feel come you. on, right? right. But, but, but here's on. the thing, though. Here's the thing, though. Like, if you look at the other shows, they stuck within, They're in a sense, in, in 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 their own realm. Like, there wasn't like a black villain for like Daredevil to go hunt down. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I think. Maybe at the end, the kingpin might be involved or something well, like see, that. The, the thing is, you, if you even look like in the source material of Luke Cage, you know, that's where it does start because it's all about him cleaning up his neighborhood. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? But but I can certainly see, especially as they, like you say, connect all the shows that once he cleans up the neighborhood, the connection is going to be out there where, you know, now he's got to clean what's coming into the neighborhood. And that's where you're going to see him fighting all the white guys. I know one thing. Kennedy, and I know you probably appreciated this. Your boy. Mahershala Ali. He looked good in this joint. He looked good in anything. He could wear a burlap sack, and I would still drink his bath water. Uh, Hawkeye Triple. Hawkeye Triple hits us up again. Uh, He says, minute he came on to that some deal. Minute he came on to some ODB. Then heard that each episode will be named after a gangstar track. I'm sold. Uh, done. Okay. That's really oh, dope. Okay, I did That's not. That's really that. dope. All right, fine. All right. Cool. Uh, yeah. So I wonder what's the title to the episode. Sold. One. Uh, let's let's see if we can look that up. Sold. I don't even That's care. That's cool. I don't even That's care. That's cool. You know, there's Check only the one other show that show up. That. There's gonna have to be a mass appeal. There's gonna have to be a. That'll probably be the last a episode. Royalty. Mass appeal. Uh, I don't even care. Like, see. Oh, only one other show did something like that. 
Um, oh, they don't. They don't have the the, uh, the titles. Okay. Nice. I think it was. They I think it was Cowboy Bebop that did that. Nothing. Like all their shows, either had to do with the music, like the title, either had to do with the music or was named after, like a track or something mm. like that. Like the book Invincible did that. Yeah, the book look at the, all, all the, the invincible trades with it, except for the one that was like the, the about the war between the, the one alien the race war. are all TV sitcom shows. titles. Yeah, because it's close. It's uh, close comfort. Uh, what's close happening? Comfort, what's Too happening? Like, and there's like thirty. And there's twenty. I think there are twenty three of them. And I didn't notice it until about eighteen. Yeah. And I'm sitting. And one day I was sitting there looking at it. And I'm like. Three's Company. Wait a minute. No, it is. There's Three's Company. Yeah, it's family family matters. Like all kinds. Of, I was like, you sons of bitches. Very nicely done. Yeah. Like step by step. <laughs> this is funny. Um, one other thing that that just came out. It didn't come out of Comic Con. It just came out. Marvel actually just put this out, and it oh. kind of slid under the radar. They've changed who the smartest person in the Marvel universe is. Yes. It's the little girl from Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur. The little black girl. The little black she girl is the is smartest, the smartest person, person in the Marvel Universe. Smarter than Reed, Reed Richards, Richards. Smarter than Tony Stark. T- smarter than Victor Von Doom and T'Challa and Adam Brashear and Reed Richards' daughter. She's smarter than all of them. I was about to say, the Reed Richards' daughter She's is already smarter, smarter than, than all of them. Nice. And, cool. this, and it didn't come out at uh, Comic-Con. And it actually didn't really even get announced. Like, somebody was... Was talking about it, and then it came out of out of this interview, and the internet's having a good time with it. Um, but that caught me by surprise. I was not expecting that. That's dope. That's pretty dope. So Moon Girl, is Moon now, Girl, is the, is um, the I forget her actual girl, name. Smartest girl in Marvel. Is, is the smartest human person, being in, smartest in, in the Marvel universe. That, yep. You're right. Excuse me. Um, that's dope. Can we talk yep. about Warriors of Wakanda? Go ahead. And how um, it's being written by a black woman for the first time ever in Marvel's history. Yep. About fucking time. Um, who who is going to be the writer of that? I'm trying to find her name now. Oh, it's gonna kill so me. So that's a, that's a new on. It's a new yeah, ongoing. It's a new series, ongoing right? series. Yeah. Um, from Marvel, I guess like a we can more or less say like a spinoff from Black Panther. From, yeah. Uh, My now, only concern. My only concern is that Marvel hasn't, they haven't developed a series to keep a series going in a long time. It's been a minute. Well, I, 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 I think, like, I Ms. can't Marvel. think of the last Marvel series that went over 25. No, uh, no, I'm sorry. The, the Hickman Avengers run ended at about 40. See, but you can't count that because that's Avengers. So, like, like, something that's new. Like, what, how many issues is Ms. Marvel up to now? They just started over. It's up to like seven now. Jesus. Exactly. Like so, I don't know. Roxanne Gay. That's her. That's her name. Yeah, it's called Black Panther: World of Wakanda. Okay. Uh, yeah, got to put that Black Panther in there. Yeah. Um, oh, come on, stupid ads. Apparently, Aletha Martinez is going to be working on it. Nice artwork-wise. Um, so it's really exciting. I, you know, I, I might have to jump on the bandwagon and give a crap about Black Panther now. Now that there's going to be some representation. Well, I mean, you weren't reading the book? No. No. Okay. Yeah, it's, apparently this, this story is very woman-heavy. Afua Richardson's going to be in it or contributing to it, so they're, yeah. they're really 
going out of their way to make us overlook the fact that black that uh iron man is now a, a teenage black girl tanya sparks i mean tanya spears i mean no wait riri i got beef with that too yeah, they're going to have Roxanne Why? Gay and Yona Harvey are going to be. Why uh, do I have beef with the fact that not only are they doing the exact thing that DC just did with Tanya Spears and Power Girl, but the fact that they have to, you know, reboot. Like, why do you have to put a black character in an established, you know, franchise in order for to make it diverse? Like, why can't you just give us something new? Because people don't buy new things. Maybe I mean because people don't buy new things. That's why. Well, this doesn't that doesn't make me want to buy this. It doesn't. Understandable. And but that's the only way they're gonna see it. Yeah, honestly. The the thing is, her name is Riri. The hell kind of shit is that? What's wrong with Riri? I've known a couple of Riri's in my day. Out of all of the names in the world, they want to go with Riri. Like. I mean, what, but what what literally is wrong with Riri? What's literally wrong with something else? You know what I mean? Like, okay, but they didn't choose something else. They chose Riri. So what I is just, wrong with I just with feel Riri? like it's forced. It feels forced. It feels contrived. And uh, speaking of things not feeling organic, this is just like, hey, look, black people, we can do this for you, too. It's cool. See? It's cool. Relax, man. Look, we see black lives are awesome. What is it? What is it? Black lives matter. See? I just feel like I don't feel I don't want to be force fed some shit and expect to be okay with it. Like just because you're telling me I'm supposed to be okay with it. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't. I'm, I'm, okay. All right. This is a uh, intern triple speaking. I definitely felt like that too. Like when I heard that uh, the new Iron Man person was going to be like a black girl. It was just like where it was cool. It was dope, but it's just like. Lately, I feel like we all just been getting like presents from like people or just industries. Like, yo, here go like a new black character or black this or a black own, and it's just like weird lately. But like diversity hires. Yeah, almost. I don't know, but like, what else can you ask for? Like, aren't we asked for it? But it's just like how they do it. I feel like it's how you go yeah, about it. And the who's timing's doing it. terrible. And, and it's, I feel like it's who's doing it, right? Like Marvel always had these, just like every superhero thing it was always like white characters. Now they're like. Here go a female character and like she's black, but I don't know. It's weird. It feels forced. Spoon fed. My my thing is like when is it a good time? You know To release new material? Yeah. When is it not a good time? I mean, like we've spent the past five years talking about But I mean about even when, when they put out even when DC put out the cyborg book, that did Nothing, honestly. Yeah, like, like, and they tried to do it. it. They were like, "Yo, we're giving you a, a, a been a, a established character that's black and who's been around, who's been part of Justice League since forever." And then you were a, like, "With a fantastic writer and a great artist, they like they literally built like a dope team for this. Put it out, and people are like, eh, it's black, and nobody bought it, and so, no one bought so, it.' So, so to play devil's advocate to that point, right? If you're going to take an established character with history and all that stuff and and diversity hire it affirmative action the freak out of it right why can't it be somebody else like if you're going to spoon feed me diversity but uh, whenever I'm, they try that like honestly when you're one of the I'm sorry big, i was okay no, okay thanks okay. um sorry not sorry he if you're gonna spoon feed me diversity like that then spoon feed me diversity don't just say hey let's appease the blacks and give them something that Whatever we th- we think that they think they need, you know. If you're gonna spoon feed me diversity, why couldn't the new Iron Man be a little Asian girl? Why couldn't the new Iron Man be a little Pakistani chick? Like why why can't the Iron Man be you know a new Aborigine little girl? You know what I mean? Like why 
it, it just feels like the timing of it, like all this issues going down in our community because of racism and oppression and, you know, all the stuff that we deal with on a generational level. Like, I feel like if you're trying to be diverse for diversity's sake, then be diverse. Don't pander to a group if you're already, if the action in and of itself is pandering. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah, I, I get what you're saying, but what about what they did with uh, Miss Marvel, right? Uh, or whatever her name is. The Kamala uh, Khan? Yeah. yeah. For, th- that's fine. Then, that's fine. Then the new Hulk is Asian. Awesome. Yeah, and, 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 and then... And, and now we have... And that's not doing... It's not huge either. Like, the, the unfortunate part is, you know, you're, they're stuck in this, in this, in this place where they get the point that, all right, you know what? This has all been very, very white for a very, very long time, and we have to do something about it. And so whatever steps that they're taking, it's it's either you're trying too hard and pandering or you're not doing enough, do more. So from a, like I, I, from a creator standpoint, if you're just somebody that writes comics, like, I would be losing my mind, like. Wh- but I'm I'm trying to tell you good stories here, and you know, all right. Editorial told me let's do uh, let's make Amadeus Cho the Hulk, which is a fascinating concept. You know, this kid. You know, they when they put him out when they introduced him a few years ago, he became this very interesting dude. All right, let's make him the Hulk now, and you have this 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 weird dynamic of he's not my Hulk, or you're just doing this to cut, to placate us. And it's like, what if I didn't just try to tell you a cool story? And, and, and that's, the, that's the biggest problem is a lot of people are seeing just the surface stuff. Like, on, even on social media, they'll see the title where it says Hulk is now Asian or something like that. And people are like, oh, throw it out the window. But if you read the story, and I, I, and I did, and I was like, oh, wow, that made a lot of sense. That makes perfect sense. Like, it made a lot of sense. Just like wh- how people reacted when we heard about a black Spider-Man. Everybody was up in arms like, oh, they're just pandering to us. And I, I even did that, felt that way at first because I was like, really, what? And then I read it, and I was like, oh, 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 that, that's not taken away from the Spider-Man that already exists. That's telling another story. Oh, okay. That's actually telling a different story and it ends up being, a, uh, in a sense, a better story. Like, you know... I love how they. I was a. I was kind of confused when I heard that just Hulk alone was Asian. I was like, "What? That sounds so dumb." I was like, already like this is ridiculous. Then I read it and I was like, "Oh, it made sense." Like how he got how he got the powers of Hulk. Like it, er, everything just. You just got to give it a shot. Like. Snarf triple chimes in. She says they're doing it to shut people up. It seems like the equivalent of we had a black president. What else do you want? She goes on to say it's like it's that movie thing. Why can Roxanne Gay not write the white Iron Man. It's like they're only allowing it. It's not inclusive. It's parallel play versus actual interaction. I I would like a person of color to want to write a, a story about a people of color. Like I mean, who would know better? Yeah, like who like, would have a like, better understanding? Yeah, like no, you kind of have to write what you know. She's but, saying but to, to our point. I think what she's saying is that if you've got this great hire. Rock, Roxanne Gay, right? Mm-hmm. This famed famed author. Okay, it's cool if you want to if you want to put her on the new um, Black Panther spinoff. It's fine, but why can't she also? Because we know plenty of writers that write more than one book. Why can't she also be writing uh, Fantastic Four or writing, you know, just right, any other right. book? Uh, Funk Daddy chimes in on Twitter as well. He says they've been building up Riri for a few months now. And the books, and she's a really good character. Yeah, she's a she's a very cool character. I, 
And when they brought her, I was like, well, this is interesting. Who, who the heck is this? And then they made the announcement. I'm like, oh, all right. All right, this, this kind of works. Bro, uh, the only one, honestly, the only one that I had, like, I don't know. It just didn't work for me was the female Thor. That That just confused me like see, I, I was know. okay with that see I, the little I, bit that i read I, I, I felt like that was forced out, out of all of them like it's all forced it's all going to be forced if these characters have been established as one thing for 40 50 60 years and then you all of a sudden switch it up like and, and put something else in it it's forced but, period it's not like she's like like natasha was saying it's not inclusive it's it's contrived now uh, you know, if the argument is, oh, well, people don't buy new books, so why make them? It's like, I, I, I just, I don't know. I, I feel like there are so, so, so there, there's a myriad of different original, uh, independent, quality characters of color and otherwise from all different creeds, backgrounds, orientations, that whole thing that we have done a fantastic job of covering for the past five years. So don't, I have a hard time believing that, you know, the, the material isn't out there, that the that the creative well is tapped in terms of creating new things for new people to to do or to read or whatever so when you when you like i well to the point it, I, it, it's I not agree with it, you on it's, that it's not that the well has been tapped it's, the well is is it's overflowing with ideas the the issue um going forward especially for marvel and dc and even to a degree a lot of the independents that are putting their stuff out there is whether or not the things that they put out there are being supported that's the that's really at the bottom at the bottom line is that's what it is now with with the independents they are going to either continue operating at a loss or minimal profit or uh, or breaking even uh, until they can make a go of it or switch up their ideas or with the the bigger lines such as Marvel, DC, Image, and uh, and some of the other ones, they are going to still put out new stuff because you got Mosaic, a totally new character coming in Marvel. Um, DC is kind of like revamping the Vigilante as well as as, as an Af- African American uh, uh, character, and they're going to try some other, um, admittedly marketing. Uh, uh, attempts to see if whether or not that you know to put out some little bit of change. The truth of the matter is, though, in those worlds, it's kind of like almost like The Simpsons to a degree, and that there's always going to be the impression of change, but eventually, you know, everything is going to dial back to to the, the way to it the was, beginning. and and a lot of that has to do with the creative staff, right? Like Some- Riri was, has been built up as a character. Fine, okay. Let's let's go with that. She's been built up all this time as somebody substantial and fantastic. However, Marvel didn't get their first female black writer until after Riri was created. So how how authentic of a creation is that? You know what I mean? Like where where is Riri coming from? Who created her? Why why should I give a shit? You know what I mean? Like uh, well, I. Not trying to stir up anything, but I d- I don't understand the correlation between her being created and them hiring their first. Female. I'm saying it took this long for them to get a, a black woman, a woman of color, right. on their staff. Right. So it's like if you if you see that there's a, a lack of diversity here through your characters or through your staff or whatever, mm-hmm. like I, I just feel like that's putting the cart before the horse. 
I feel like you want a, you want me to take a, a black character seriously, have it be written by someone who knows what that experience is like, not some white guy who's speculating. But then we have well, that. But, but, we well, have the, that with with uh, Black Panther. But Black Panther wasn't created. Well, admittedly, Black Panther was not created by a black person. Right. Well, I'm just talking about right, like the new story that's that's going to take place. Well, the new story that's out there is by a black guy. But go ahead. But yeah, but I'm, that's still putting the, the the horse after the cart. You know what I mean? World of Wakanda is being written by a black person. Fantastic. It's being inked and drawn by black people. Fantastic. But Riri is being forced on me, who was written by a black or white guy. Probably. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure. That well, uh, I think a white guy created the character, but, but it, does that discount the character because a white person created it? It seems forced. It? It's, it's not inclusion if you're, if you're, if you're not opening that t- table to the people that need to be contributing to it. You know what I mean? So, okay, we don't know who there created the character. So it could have been just one white guy. It could have been a group of people. There could have been black people involved. We don't know. Who but it could. But let's say, for the sake of argument, that it. I don't know for certain, but I believe that the story where Riri was introduced was a, a white writer did the story. All right. Okay. So, so let's say, for the sake of argument, that it was a white person that created this character. I don't understand why that necessarily discounts the character. What, what, why? I'm saying it, it makes the it makes it a little less authentic. It makes the impetus, the creative spark behind it, less authentic. Does that mean? And I'm just trying to uh, play this forward. Does that mean that in a a story that is created by a black author if they create a white or another another race character in there does that mean that that character is less authentic to a degree yeah it depends on how much this person does their research but that that experience being a minority in this country whether it's a black minority or an asian minority or latino minority or whatever those experiences while different than each other are mm-hmm. still completely separate from the white experience in this country like unless you were raised in the hood with black people i doubt very much that you're going to be able to explore the same creative paths that someone who walked that path with you or walked that path themselves i mean okay it, 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 it's i mean what if what if he woke though if he was woke he would have named a riri Real for real. But, I mean, we know black folk named Riri. Yeah, we do. We, we do. But we also know black folks named Caitlyn or whatever the fuck. You know what I'm saying? But suppo- like, but I'm just saying, just saying, playing devil's advocate. Suppose, suppose the writer named it, named the Riri. I don't know this, but suppose they named the, the character Riri after, after a friend's daughter or something like that. You know what I'm saying? I mean, like to your point about the character herself. I can I can kind of kind of see your argument even if I don't agree that agree with every point I see the argument, the point about the name so much, I don't because who knows where the impetus for the name itself came from, you know the name could, name could be his daughter, his best friend name could who knows where that that name came maybe from. he just like Rihanna, who knows oh yeah, yeah, yeah. it could be anything, I'm just saying. All right, this is um, but we're gonna have to table this for for uh for now. But this is a, uh, wait, we didn't even talk about the Flash's trailer, season three. I didn't, I see, I didn't see, I didn't Paradox watch any Flash trailers for anything on TV outside of Luke Cage because I didn't want to be spoiled. You don't watch the Flash though. Yes, I do does. watch the Flash. Oh okay. Well then you got taste. 
was all that. Yeah, that trailer was fire, though. Oh, that my was, God. That trailer got me excited. That drone was ridiculous. Yo, I'm trying to figure out which Flash that's going to be. I have no idea. I'm it, looks, like, right, I'm it, it looks like Barry's going to be a villain this season. Well, I think that's kind of much, pretty much set up. Like, he's probably going to have to be what Black he's Flash. Done. Because right. what he did, at the end of the day, especially considering what he knows, you know, the, li- the, he's the, the, like, one that knows the likely outcome of, what, of his actions, it's very selfish. So they're setting him up to be like a, like a little bit of a villain, you know? Yeah, kind of almost like you, the Kevin Durant. Because if you look at, if you watch it, nice. Very. That was nice. a joke about a ball, wasn't it? Very nice. Sports balls. Sports balls. See, get that that episode. I I gotta I gotta email you the episode. <laughs> the the last episode that I just I just did. Please. Um. All right. It is now nine fifty six. So let's announce exactly what people have to do. To win two three-day passes to Star Trek Mission New York. They have to rub my feet and hold me when I'm feeling sad. So the first person to come down here to the studio, <laughs> 24 Maplewood Mall, tonight, <laughs> I to rub Storm Triple's feet. I was will kidding. win two three day passes. No, maybe that one hobo that has a smartphone that's been listening. <laughs> yeah, and he gonna, he gonna be like, hey, I'm here for the feet. I, do I don't even want the passes. I just want the feet. No, <laughs> I was being facetious. I mean, about the feet rub. Too late like, now. I would like the cuddles. So you want the cuddle? So the first person to come down here <laughs> and cuddle on the couch, cuddle on the couch with Storm Tribble. Wins two three-day passes to Star Trek Mission New York. All right, is now is this is no one's coming. Gender, to, gender Google Maps control, is right? being set up right now. Right, it was like Joe about to crash. Uber is gonna be on like surge for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I would prefer a man, but that's, that's that's completely unrealistic. No one is coming down here before within an Don't hour. Don't say that. Don't say that. Yo, somebody comes down here. Yo, yo. All right. Yo. So we're, so our, does it stand? So how long did they have to snuggle with you? I mean, it's Until sun. Yeah, I mean, this is just like yeah, thirty seconds till the sun come up. Like just enjoy the <laughs> enjoy the night. And you committed, you committed. Yeah, throw on some Al Green. Let it go. Just thirty seconds sounds out. good. Let, 30, let it run out. How does thirty seconds sound? Okay, thirty seconds. Is, so guys, it doesn't matter, you guys. You guys, it does, I was, I was. It doesn't matter your gender. I didn't say that. One, you said you. you I said, said I prefer you, men. You said prefer, but. You, that that's not saying okay that. let's take this off of the table <laughs> because this is one completely unrealistic no one is coming down here in an hour i don't give a crap how many passes over how many days we're giving out two there's entirely too much sub criteria that needs to be met in order for this to happen oh the sub criteria yes <laughs> you know the best thing ever would be a dude who brings his dog <laughs> but he, but he's blind, so he has a surface dog, and he wants the dog to go with him to the movies. So the two of them, oh, this is a weird episode. Well, they only this is a only weird episode. Yo, I'm, I, I, oh man. Okay, so all right, so we're not doing that. So the oh, cuddle, so the cuddling. I would, I would watch that. The cuddling that. and the rubbing of Kennedy's feet is all. See, because because here's why the mayor triple hit us up. He goes, "I'll be in Philly tomorrow night. Does that count? I wouldn't win. LOL." You better take your Mary behind home and stay there, fool. Ain't nothing wrong with, wrong with a cuddle. Thirty seconds of a cuddle, friends cuddle. If that's what yeah, I gotta dude. do for these tickets, right? right? 
that's my away mission. No. Honey, that's what I'm saying. Too much sub criteria. Yeah, I, I cuddle with somebody for some uh, Spider-Man Homecoming tickets. It's off the table. So it's off the table. All right. So so uh, we've got um so we've got to announce it like real quick. So what do people have to do? They have to call in. Yeah. They call in. To- oh 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 gosh oh. So I'm sorry. Snarf Triple just hit me up with some great little tidbits about our earlier discussion. I gotta let it ride, Ma. Sorry. All right. So Damn. they call in two six seven four one seven eight one one four. 267-417-8114. Now, on the table right now are two three-day passes to Star Trek Mission New York in Manhattan. It's definitely a joke. You were Labor- serious. Don't sit here. Sorry. Labor Day weekend in the Javits, Javits Center. That is uh, the first weekend in September. All right. So... All you have to do is call in 267-417-8114. You will have to answer a Star Trek trivia question. We're not going to make it super crazy. We're not going to make it super hard. And you're going to have 30 seconds to answer it. But How many dilithium crystals does it take to activate the warp core? Go. I'm kidding. It doesn't take the, dilithium the, crystals to activate a warp core. It's and two that, different systems. Exactly. But, and, and, but somebody would know that. <laughs> Um, first of all, they're just two completely different systems. The isolinear system is completely independent of the warp core. Now, if we want to talk how many reactor coils it takes, we can go. Alright, so while we're doing while we're waiting to see if someone calls for that, uh we we also have other prizes that are on the table. Ooh. We have Well we'll that's not we'll save them. Yeah, we'll save, save them. them. We'll save we'll them. save them. We'll save them. We can save that for another show. Let's let's get into the topic du jour, the top ten summer, the top ten Kirkisms. We, I was I was going to bring up that I'm now officially a model. We're going to talk. We're, about, yeah, I I know I we're going to talk about we're going to talk about that at the end of the show. I saw that I, we're going to talk about it at the end I'm of the show. Sexy. We'll get make sure you get your props. That's right at the at the end of the show. But plus size let's get model it. now. Yes, you are. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get into the top 10 Captain Kirk isms as our countdown to Star Trek Mission New York uh, continues. Now, Captain James Tiberius Kirk is the first captain of the USS Enterprise on the Star Trek, the original series, mm-hmm. famously played by William Shatner mm-hmm. in his own style. In his mm-hmm. own way. Mm-hmm. However, there is technically another Captain Kirk out there now. We have Chris Pine. There is. Yeah. Who has played Captain Kirk in three movies. So, you know, I, I think. And I like I, I like his. Oh, his yeah. Portrayal. yeah I, I, I do enjoy his Kirk. I do like his Kirk. So, but, so when pulling for our Kirk-isms, let's go. You know, we can pull from either iteration. Ooh. Is Is Chris Pine going to be there? Chris Pine is not going to be at uh, Star Trek Dang it. Mission New York. And not not as as of right now. I don't know moving forward. You know, he, he may still sign on. I, I, he, I think he's filming like a couple of movies. I know he's got another movie coming out in August. War Dogs looks yeah, really good. Yeah. We, you know, we didn't even talk about that. We went to see Star Trek uh, Beyond this, yeah. p- this, um, this past weekend. 
gave away passes, gave away uh, gifts. Yo, gave Star- away passes to uh, Star Trek Fifty. Yeah, we gave away passes, uh, two three day passes to Lin- uh, Leanne Lindsay of Titsil and Tyne. She won the passes. Um, and In, we've got inducted a, some new tribbles. Inducted new tribbles. Leanne actually has a contest of her own that we're going to talk about at the end of the show that she's got going on um, for one of those passes. So it, 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 shit is crazy. But Star Trek Beyond, that was a good movie. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. I really enjoyed that. I movie. liked it. Right. Right. I had a good time with that. I ain't gonna lie. There was many a times, especially in the end, where I was like, "Yeah!" Like all hype, like. That joint mm. was hot, man. It was definitely hot. Um, so let's so let's get into the top ten Kirkisms. I was having a conversation with uh, Eric the other day about this, and Eric came up with like one of the Kirkisms that he, it just floored me, and it had to do with Kirk's own unique fighting style. The the uh, double fist, the double the fist punch, handle, man. whatever you call it, double yeah. the, hammer, the hammer punch, the hammer punch, double axe handle, dude. Yo, like that is Starfleet basic training, hand to hand combat day one. They love that double fist swinging joint, like all over the place. I seen Picard in a bar fight as an ensign, and the chick was pulling that out. Like That's it's ridiculous. Right. Yeah, oh my god, I hate it. I can't stand it. It's the worst move ever. It's a very ineffective but, but move. It, it's, it's the worst. <laughs> it seems to work. For, it seems to work for Kirk though. It works. It works for everybody. It works for the doctor. Come on. Oh my god. It works in close combat. You can't. Lead up to somebody like you can't run up on somebody with your hands together like ah yeah that's true that's not gonna work <laughs> but once y'all grappling it might work that's but true. yeah yeah we were talking about this in the car the other day man I, see I I think I thought it was only like a a captain specific move like yeah, only captains yeah. could do it like they teach no, that broke at, on that a couple times yeah I wasn't sure I, I wasn't sure I thought it was very captain specific and if you did it before you was a captain like Star Wars or you they'd be like um yeah we saw that nah you can't you can't do that <laughs> that's an advanced move you are level three yeah right Calm down but the cr- crazy thing with Kirk is when he would do it he would stutter with that joint like he like loaded up. Cock it <laughs> <laughs> and then drop it on you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we're, we're but who would be stunned enough to just like sit there and let that wait for it? Be, be, like, oh no, guys, guys, here it comes. You're you're failing to realize that this is the 23rd century. War, violence, frustration that would bring about real hand-to-hand combat skills have been extinct for. Hundreds of years, okay. This nobody is, got a hand game no more. Nobody because nobody it, it doesn't hands. get to that point. If it gets to that point, then we're pulling out phasers. You know what I'm saying? Like hand to hand is the least. Uh, you know, we're not doing that. And if apparently, you know, in the 23rd century and beyond, that was the uppercut <laughs> <laughs> because they used it both ways. You would get the axe to the back, or you would get the uppercut. So yeah, that's true. Yeah. So I mean, you know. There is no, there is no Jeet Kune Do in the in the twenty third century. That, that stuff is done. Even even Worf's little Krog Maga thing was more Tai Chi. That's true. That's very true. And to your um, recalling our conversation, Randy, you had a join. Did you? Want to My join? personal favorite was Kirk's green shirt. Oh, because oh, that that little taco meat, the taco that, meat. Hey, that thing came out of nowhere. 
Yeah, like it, it, there was no Starfleet regulation for green V-neck. That Nowhere. The, that's the uniform for Netflix. Nobody. Nobody. That was it. That was hologram That was William Shatner's Saturday shirt. Yeah. So when they was when they were shooting on Saturday, he was like, "Nope, I'm wearing the green today." And they're like, "Bill, we got you know, there's the re- No, it's in the contract. See the green shirt. Green right? shirt. Mom. Yo, what? no one's ever had anything like that on the bridge. That'd be like that'd be like Picard showing up in a hoodie. Like, <laughs> what don't happen? One, one, two things. One, that I'm pretty sure that was supposed to be gold to match his other uniforms. Two, Picard and Janeway and Cisco both had their own captains. Separate uniform. They had their own Captain's low ass green V neck. Well, they just no, but me. those uniforms were different. Again, one was in the 23rd century, one was in the 24th century. You mean fashion can't change in a thousand I, years? I, I, I don't remember. Like, I remember, like, I remember, everybody remember having remember. the regular ones and then they would dress up. Everybody no, no Picard had a shirt. He had a, he, had, he had a deep V. No, he didn't have a deep V. He had the captain's jacket. The joint was leather on top and it was suede and he had on his little gray turtleneck underneath. He yeah, wore Darmok at Tanagra, when the walls fell. Yeah, but he was at least off the shit. He was stepping up. That was going up a level. He had a jacket and all that kind of stuff. That wasn't just him in, in a tank top like yeah, yo. This is how I chill. You're, well, you're missing the point. Like the point he had is, a tank top and flip flops on. The, the, like, the, the command insignia wasn't on his chest at all. It was the the wrap, the holding it. Exactly, it dude. Dry. Your man had a um, had a sash and all. I'm like, what the hell? Snarf Triple asks a great question. She says, "Can do we get to use Google if?" we can get it within the 30 seconds and the answer is no that's cheating right yeah. yes okay yes no we don't even give you 30 seconds you have 10 seconds to answer stuff where we give an answer I, I, I'm, I'm back I, I didn't know where we're at <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm look I'm looking here on cinema blend and they talk about from the the autobiography of William, uh, James T Kirk Shatner wrote that uh, in regards to him changing into the green tunic, uh, the avocado taco. He was not yeah. a fan of the quasi-futuristic uh, fashion statement. As um, talking about the, the the regular gold tunic, as it often left him wrapped up too tight. According to Shatner, it was a little embarrassing after lunch to have that tight green thing on you. The more drape, the better. <laughs> or maybe you should lay off the carbs, my mom. Yeah, oh, yo, let me tell you. The girdle was so the said the said uh thing that we're gonna be working on. Uh, I had to find photos of of Captain, and I had to crop his gut <laughs> like three times. I was like, yo, well, let's make that smaller. Uh, yo. Yeah, let's trim that up on there. Gotta get that girdle popping. Uh, let's go a little bit more. I have a couple quotes. That I liked. What you got? Um, you know, you know, the greatest danger facing us is ourselves, an irrational fear of the unknown. But there's no such thing as the unknown. Only things temporarily hidden, not temporarily, um, temporarily not understood. I was. I'm gonna say that again because I was distracted. <laughs> you know, the greatest danger facing us is ourselves, an irrational fear of the unknown. But there's no such thing as the unknown. Only things temporarily hidden, temporarily not understood. That quote comes from the Corbinite Maneuver, uh, which aired November 10th, 1966. Now, what What about why does that quote? Because he's right. You know, there, nothing is unknown exponentially. Eventually, someone's going to figure something out. Right. Or at least figure out more of what they don't know, which puts you in the direction of things that you can know. Like black folk. It's like, what are those? Oh, 
Oh, they're just regular people like us. Just happen to be darker. All right. Cool. There was another quote that he did that I, that almost made the list that didn't. It was talking about people only remain... Like prejudices are only existed until people find out more about each other, something yep. like that. He was he was a well of, you know, Kirk wisdom. Is, a lot of people um, portray Kirk or remember Kirk as the, like kind of like this shoot first type of guy, but he really wasn't played like that all the time. He was. I think there's a reason why, like. Because of how old the original series is, and even some of the even some of the movies that followed, um, you know, I think that for a lot of people, especially like uh, within the last since two thousand, their captain is is Picard. But there's a reason why Kirk still resonates because he was kind of like he was in a he way was jaunty. He was a way like like. Every other character after Captain after him has an ask. You can find an aspect of them in Kirk. You know what I mean? He may not have been as diplomatic as Picard, but he was. He was a diplomat. He could play the role when he needed to be. He was a, as good a leader as Janeway, um, and at times he could be as forceful, commanding, commanding as Cisco. You know what I mean? He, he and he was ornery. He was ornery, and he could and he could run a mean serpentine. He would always like do his little serpentine run. Yeah, and yeah, and then and was, stop, was, drop, was and roll. Yeah, his role was dope for he no had a very reason. Dope role. The couple years, uh, a year or so ago, when the the whole thing went down in Texas with the 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 cop that was attacking the kids at the pool and that hemmed up the little girl, when he first showed up and did his role. Yo, somebody did a vine of that dude doing that role with the Star Trek music playing in the background. Mm. It was done. Your man was like, dun, 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 and did this roll, roll. I'm like, <laughs> stop it. One of the things that I always liked about Kirk, like, if you watch every Bruce Lee movie, every Bruce Lee movie, Bruce Lee is going to get scratched across the chest, and he's going to have these like these three little bloodlines going across his chest, and he's going to he's going to taste the blood, right? Right. Kirk, every time he fights, it doesn't matter. He could be fighting a chick. He be, could be fighting a Klingon. It doesn't matter. His shirt's going to get ripped. Yeah. He's yeah. going to have a little line of blood, and they're going to do a close-up close, close up of his face, and he's going to be like, <laughs> yeah, and then the fight's going to continue. But he's, he's got he's, he's, he's to show, like, that, sure. the, that the main hero battle can be, damage. that he can be hurt. Um, in the Batman animated series, Batman always got busted. He always got a busted lip. No matter who he fought, he'd had a little bit of blood to come out yeah. the side of his mouth. He'd be like, you got me. And then he would just go back to fighting. And the other thing cool about Kirk, and this is more to William Shatner, he did most of his own stunts. Yeah. Like, even in the movies, like when the dude was like, you know, whoa, pops. Like, <laughs> I got this. <laughs> All you hear is oh, crick. Oh. <laughs> I remember in uh, what's the, the the next generation one that he's on? Like it's generations, that first one. generations, and uh, he's doing like his own horse riding and doing like basically like trick riding next to Picard, who like had barely ever been on a horse. What? No, no. Captain the, Picard had his own saddle on the Enterprise. He was an avid rider. William Shatner has his own ranch. But the way they played that, N no, 
if that's the way you looked at it. Car, oh, Picard always had a saddle. Yeah, he, had he, a made, saddle. he made a point. No, to I remember. Like, I remember because he had to go back for his saddle in one episode. I do remember that. But I seem to remember that the way they played it was that he hadn't been on a horse that often. No. Or maybe he, he just looked like he wasn't, hadn't been on a horse that often. It's because it was he was in a scene with William with William Shatner who had to do some trick shit with like his horse. It was like fucking Roy Rogers on Right. Yeah. You know, I, I feel, Picard, you. He, there was a line where he said like only true riders have their own saddles or something yeah. like that. Like he was an avid rider. He just never got a chance to do it that often. Um, or at least not a real horse. He was on the... Mm. Holodeck, as much as you know, time would allow him. To. I sure I remember a couple, of, a, a couple times he was supposed to get a minute and was like, "Yeah, I got my yeah. saddle." He had yeah, and, yeah, then, yeah. and then something happened. He was like, "Damn, the pants." Mm. Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah. I was just watching the episode over the weekend, and that happened. Yeah. He was about to go ride. He was talking to Troy, and Riker was like, "Yo, we're here. Come look at this." And he was like, "Damn it!" <laughs> Always. <laughs> like I've just seen that. They, That's funny. Captains in general. Never get a minute. As much they might no have their peace. little ready rooms, they might be able to drink their tea or their coffee, or they might have they they different uniforms than everybody else. But every time they would get to settle in and to be like, I'm just gonna read this book, this actual book with paper, mm. and I'm gonna drink this actual tea that's not replicated. They'd be like, Oh, Captain the Bridge. They'd be like, Son of a bitch! Like I just got. I- and or the ship would just rock from an explosion, and, right. then, and the tea would spill. He'd be like, "That was my last tea bag, <laughs> man." <laughs> or wait, when Janeway tried to climb in the tub, she had her bubbles. You know, she had oh, her I candles episode, going. Yeah. She said, "Yeah, I'm gonna sit on it." And there's Q. She's like, "The fuck? Like, get out! Much? Get off! First of all, get out. One, two. What are you doing here?" He's like, "I'm here to watch." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, essentially. They never got a minute. You I could have just became yeah. a bubble if you wanted me. Oh, see. Do you have a Kirkism, Mac? Another one? Yeah. Um, How about a uh, shout out to his dramatic pauses? <laughs> yeah. Uh, his pauses are, are legendary. Or, yeah, or, yeah. They are. I think they, they are have. It's iconic now. Album. They had their own trailer on the lot. Oh, he's got a, he's got a way of acting. <laughs> no doubt about it. And I like how Chris Pine has started to kind of interpret that his own way, too. In a little bit, yeah. You know, it's not the same. It's not Shatner. But he'll take his little, his inflection as, you know, bones. You know, so it, it's it's there. Spock. The way he says Spock is is, yeah. is there, it, too. It's definitely, it's definitely there. I got into a, a conversation with uh, on the Michelle mission. We were talking about it. Uh, Kirk, uh, specifically Shatner versus Chris Pine. Because my my co-host on the show mission, Vince, feels that uh, the entire new cast of the movies, but especially Chris Pine, that they're too pretty. And he feels like Chris Pine is it does not project as manly an oh image as William Shatner. I am so Captain Kirk. sick and tired. Mad at those beautiful I'm, eyes. I am so sick and tired of men complaining about inaccurate representations of masculinity. First of all, who's to say definitively what masculinity is? Point in case, Prince. Masculine as hell. Was he really? No one doubts it, but the man wore fruffles. So, like. And heels. And, and heels. Chaps. And chaps. The whole schmear. Oh, assless chaps. So, yeah. so, 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 one, I don't think that there's any one clear cut definitive explanation of what masculinity is, can, should be. Two, this is a completely different universe. It's the Kelvin universe. They are not going to be the Trek characters that you grew up with. Trust me, I know. I am sick to death looking at Bony Saldana play it being Uhura. I get it. 
but she's never going to be Nichelle Nichols. She's not supposed to be Nichelle Nichols. Chris Pine ain't supposed to be Shatner. Zachary Quinto ain't supposed to be Nimoy. And as close as Carl Urban is channeling the Jesus out of DeForest Christ, Kelly, dude. he is not DeForest Kelly's his bones. He's close as hell. Yeah, DeForest Kelly's soul it has not departed the no, earth. It, it, it's living in Carl yeah, Urban. Yeah, he's close as hell. But it's not going to be the same thing. And as far as whether or not this character is more masculine than the other, like, fucking eat a dick, man. Like, just who cares? Wait a minute. Who cares? Who I'm cares? Sorry. I'm sorry. I could have easily been like, who cares when you went off on a half hour raid about Gal Gadot not being an Amazon? See, here's why I would have been in I'm sorry, did the end of my sentence cut off the beginning? Sure did, and I'm going to step all over it. So, how is this at all different? Him looking for Shatner's masculinity and Chris Pine, and this Gal Gadot not being Amazon enough to be your Wonder Woman? Here's exactly why. Because there are hundreds and thousands of films, TV shows, character interpretations of what this archetype of masculinity is supposed to be that has been pretty much widely accepted throughout the manverse. How many examples of women's representation do we have in the same medium? Few and far between. Few and far between. So if you have all of this, like if you got all this turkey, right? You got this big ass 40 pound grade A American turkey and you're complaining because one wing is gnarled up like, don't complain to me with that with all I got here are these Cornish hens. But we ain't talking turkey. We talking Trek. And we talking this one ship. That's an we analogy. Talking Enterprise. It's, it's, it's specific. Like, you're, you want to get mad about history when you have, like, one example versus, like, 10 or 12. Like, you know what I mean? Like, the, like, the volume doesn't equal, like, which way weighs greater, heavier, more or less. You know what I mean? But it, it, in terms of representation, and that's ultimately what the argument is about, that's exactly what it matters. Because at the end of the day, so you, you, will have, for Amazons. you will have more representation being a man in popular culture than you will being a woman. Well, his hey. issue isn't representation, though. He mad he was that mad Chris that he don't was, look like Will. He was mad because... These characters and, and him and a couple of guys from Afro Nerds we got into it the other day on Twitter. And I never get on Twitter, but that's how much it pissed me off. Because I'm like, shut the hell up. Um, you're, you're, they're upset because this representation of masculinity is not up to whatever standard they're holding it to be. Whereas you have, first of all, an entire genre of Western films dedicated to manly, grizzly manliness. Grr, man, we pee outside and don't bathe for three days. Manly, right? Like there's all this there's all this stuff there's all this subject matter based around this ideal of what masculinity is supposed to be or could be or should be rather and then there's there's not enough comparable substance sub, subject matter to compare to that in terms of women are concerned and I'm not even ta and I'm just speaking strictly from a cis heterosexual point of view that's not counting the people who identify as gay who are transgendered who are bi who are pansexual their definitions of masculinity are going to be different than yours are because their experiences are different that doesn't make their expectations and their opinions of what masculinity is any different or any less valid than yours or theirs whoever the case may be like this is not cut and dry black and white anymore there's entirely too many people too many different points of view to be included into the spectrum for it to be like this isn't manly like who are you to say that let me let, let me just ask it i didn't want to get back into this but you took this road a little bit and i just want to ask one real quick question that came to my mind in regards to gal gadot being cast as wonder woman a movie that it does have you know uh, a female director and producers working behind it so you do have a, a particular point of view in that movie but suppose in 
suppose in listening to the reason why they they cast went with Gal Gadot. Uh, one of their reasons is going back to the source material of the comic book. Not so much the Amazon lore, but the comic book Wonder Woman. And, you know, certainly there are some asks when you go back to the source material of any type of thing, there's some things that, that get left on the floor uh, and some things that you run with. But as as far as her depiction or or physicality, they try to uh, adhere to uh, an aesthetic that, you know, in some way uh, mirrors what was depicted from the source material. They play it up a little bit more because Wonder Woman in the in the beginning was not necessarily played as a very tall woman. Um, she was actually played as shorter than like Superman and Batman, and and that certainly has changed over the years. So they play with that, but certainly it could be argued that uh, aesthetically, as far as in our physicality, that Gal Gadot and even Linda Carter do. Uh, more closely mirror the source material of Wonder Woman as opposed to the Amazonian lore that you you speak of. Let's say that that's true, right? Yeah, I, let's let's just suspend disbelief for a second and say that that's true. This presence that everybody's talking about that Gal Gadot supposedly has I don't see it. She doesn't strike me as Amazonian. No, that's fair. That's fair. You, know if you don't I mean? see her. Pre- and I'm not even talking about her physically. I'm talking about this thing, this face that everybody's supposed to be talking about that she's. Pe- I don't see it. She don't scare me. Wonder Woman is supposed to be somebody who is imposing, and I don't see that in her. So, what do you mean uh, imposing? I like like how like when Batman steps into the scene, you're like intimidating. Oh, yeah, I don't know. Batman. Okay, I, I, she I don't, don't make know. you shit a brick. I don't know if Wonder Woman necessarily was supposed to be intimidating, but I see you. I heard you like murmuring back there. Uh, no, just just Super saying Saiyan. like um like Wonder Woman should be like you see her like I fucked up. She's here. I'm out. I'm gone. I did something wrong. Like I'm not messing with her or anyone she's rolling with. She's too strong. She's too smart. Agile. She gonna whoop my ass in like three seconds. But I don't think that that's supposed to be necessarily what you first perceive from Wonder Woman when you see Wonder Woman. Yeah, maybe if you see her in a in a battlefield in a setting where she's um, supposed to be coming with a, some level of aggression. Yeah, I hear you on that. But I think Wonder Woman, as the character has been okay. has been written has been created, is to be a uh, a diplomat to man's world. So you're not necessarily supposed to be first and foremost intimidated by her i still don't think that's true i still like just with wonder woman herself like she like again like kind of keeps you know reiterating she is an amazon and she's not just she's the princess of the amazons like she's the Mm -hmm. now i don't you know like me personally i don't have a problem with uh gal godot like well physically i do but her actual presence like i actually agree with is good she has a she commands presence on screen but just physically, I'm like, it ain't all there. But hopefully, like, when we see her more in battle again, I will, like, start to fall in love with her again. Because when she did battle uh, Doomsday and Batman for Superman, I did, like, I was like, okay, I, I can kind of see why they chose you. Like, you're doing good because you do command a presence. You fight well on camera, at least. Or at least your stunt double fights well on camera. Yeah, like... Um, it's just, I wish you hit the gym a little more. And then all the Amazons that you're supposed to be, you know, the leader of the pack of, you're supposed to be like the queen, you know, the princess of, yeah, they need to get their weight up too and hit the gym or something. Like, I know it's the jungles, but 
Like, y'all supposed to at least look athletic, not like, you know, glamazons and just like glamour models on the beach. Yeah, that's what they are. They're glamazons. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Um, Did you have one thing that you want to go into? Yeah. um, I think this is an interesting. I think it's a the beginning of seeing more Wonder Woman and more female characters on screen like as this creates the success like this is going to be like the stepping stone for this generation of like female superheroes uh, I think after a while we'll see multiple iterations just like we did with um, Batman and Superman because when they started off None of the actors were in shape. I mean, Adam West was not that bull, <laughs> like, at all. But now, after all these, you know, attempts and tries and people trying to make it closer and closer to what is the current comics or what have you, people, I'm I'm seeing the positive of it. People will get it better, get it right. And then, you know, at that time, I mean, look, think about it. Look how long it took us before we actually had a Batman that was like the Batman we think is Batman. You, you, you know what I mean? Like, and think about Superman. How many different Superman shows there were where Superman was not anything super? Like, you, you but there get was what really I'm, only well, I mean, there was, people, there was a lot of them. There was a lot. But of people them. bought into to the Superman and to and then I'm and looking to at her point. The argument is that yeah, that's, you've got all those. Different yeah. and, and right, and I think this There's is only really this is her time. Right, right. Time. I'm looking at this as this is the beginning of. Her time. You know what I mean? I'm seeing this going to spark off probably a lot of shows with Wonder Woman in it. I'm like games with Wonder Woman in it. No. And as it goes on, it is going, it'll get better. I see it as the stepping stone. And okay. I think it's a decent stepping stone to start off with. A starting point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think this is a great starting point. At least, at least you, you know, wasn't like helpless. Like that one point in any of the movie was she like, Save me, because they could easily, they could have easily have done that, and you know that Hollywood loves doing that. Yeah, that that I've I've heard that argument in terms of other thing, that format of argument in terms of other things before, and that doesn't that doesn't justify it, just because it could have been worse. No, no, I, I'm, should, I'm not even settle saying, for for what it is. No, I'm not saying so. I'm like, look at this is a great starting point. That's like looking at a business. That's not an opinion. I don't think it's a great starting point. I think it's a horrible starting and, point. And, and that's fair. But You're can good. you agree that it's a starting point? Like can, can, we're, we're can not we even go, we're, we're not going to get into not, it because that that is a whole different type of discussion than than what we're trying to do. Like, because yeah, that 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 talks about that's a three hour, that's a three hour. That's show. a whole now, that's now, that's now, that's, um, that's like ideology and yeah, and, and we also, can't even we can't even get into it and we can't even get it into it in, in After Dark because it's already something already planned for After Dark. So we can't even. Oh, we're get doing into After it. Dark. Tonight? Doing no, after we're not doing After Dark tonight. Okay, oh, okay. I was like, I did not plan for any of that. Seriously, <laughs> no, we're not doing After Dark tonight. There, uh, I don't even know if we did an After Dark for July, but we no, have, a, but we, we have a very didn't. special After Dark that we're trying that I'm trying to put together for uh, for August that will more than make up for us not doing that after. After Dark for July. So for all of our Patreon followers, trust me, you've got something very, very special coming your way in August. Then you will not, you will not be uh, casting couch. You'll, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. No. Um, I've got another quote. Go. Uh, we're human. We're be- back to the Kirkisms right yes, now. Yes. Yes. We're human beings with the blood of a million savage years on our hands, but we can stop it. We can admit that we're killers, but we're not going to kill today, and that's all it takes. Knowing that we're not going to kill today it's from an episode called a taste of armageddon where pretty much the crew of the enterprise was shanghaied by this other group of people that did these really immersive simulated war games where 
the 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 pieces like it was like real time RPG except you know people were actually getting murked. Oh yeah, oh yeah, um, I remember that. And that know, was dope. Then the and the game kept playing. You know, even if people were like, "I'm not playing this shit. This is stupid." Um, so I believe the context of it was one of these other people was trying to rationalize with Kirk, like, "Well, you guys have been killing each other for years. Like, I don't understand what the problem is." And this was him standing up, being like, "No, we are better than where we came from. Like, that's part of what makes us awesome is the fact that we can, you know, come from." dark origins and then rise above and do better and not accept you know terms as they were and start to reinvent things in terms of what they can and should be pretty profound for a guy that shoot first ask questions later right amen um i have like i'd like to get into like some favorite scenes of kirk because you know hey it was it was the star of the show um and there was um I think one of his most famous scenes is is the scene that you kind of referenced earlier, Randy, in the episode Amok Time, when he battles uh, Spock. I think Spock is going through. Isn't he going through the pond fire? Pond fire, yeah. At that time, and that's uh, him and Spock just get it in, and Spock is just like ruthless. <laughs> Thumping this ball, he is thumping, <laughs> thumping your Kirk, boy uh, left and, and Kirk right. Was like, wait, hold, wait, 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 out. No, we was playing. Ow, wait, ow, ow, wait, come on now, ow, come on, Spock. Like, he's yeah, getting hemmed up. And and what makes that scene? I mean, they're acting in it and everything like that. that gets on it. The the fake little set that they're on, the three dollar uh, set that they're on, it, you know, plays into it. But what makes that scene, I think everybody will agree, is the music. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude. That music is like like that's a classic piece of music. You know how many like hip hop joints have been built off of that off of that joint or wanted yeah, to be built a f- off yeah, of that a few joint. different joints. I, I think the the best uh usage of it though was cable guy. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> when Jim Carrey was doing it at the at the uh, medieval the, times, yeah, medieval times restaurant. That was so great. Wait, which one? Remember the in, cable guy. Remember in Cable Guy? Oh yeah, when yeah, they yeah. were fighting at, at the medieval times restaurant, and he was doing the whole joint. I'm surprised no one saw. See, my favorite thing that's ever been a Kirk thing. Was when he fought Gorn. Oh, the Gorn! Oh, oh my God, that was the, the lizard best. man. That oh, was yeah. the best. and that styrofoam boulder he oh threw at God. him, and you watched it bounce <laughs> off my man back. <laughs> I was like, "Yo, that's obviously the lightest styrofoam ever that was made." The like, greatest. Yeah, that was like a balloon. Yeah, that it was like so bounced awesome. and floated away. It was like, <laughs> I was like, wait, what? You could have put a little weight on that, bro. Like. Here's a cool scene. Um, it's from Generations. Uh, and when when Picard comes into the Nexus and finds Kirk and he's making breakfast and Kirk's like, you say history considers me dead. Who am I to argue with history? And Picard was like, you are a Starfleet officer. You have a duty. He was like, I don't need to be lectured by you. I was out saving the galaxy when your grandfather was in diapers. Yeah. <laughs> Besides which, yeah, right. I think the galaxy owes me one. I was like, oh. It's true. <laughs> you can't. And even Picard looked at him like, shit. Yeah, you right. Yeah, you're probably right. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Like like some of Kirk's scenes are like scenes that happened in like Next Generation or Voyager or Deep Space Nine where like somebody references something that happened and they'll reference like, you know, like, you know, Kirk and everybody's like, Oh yeah. Oh yeah, Kirk. Kirk, yeah. So they like you know, like you realize like like uh like almost always when it came up with the Klingons, it's like we we don't trust y'all ever since Kirk. They're like, God oh, damn. 
Right, right. And that's another, oh, that's another cool thing about Kirk is that as much as he had this futuristic ideology and, and you know, Starfleet this and Federation that, he was prejudiced at yeah, the same right. time. Like, he did not bang with Klingons because of what happened to his son. And it's just like, I love the fact that that is a fault, you know what I mean, for someone who's supposed to be so progressive. Um, but like then he makes him... And I never will. But never then, forget for the death of my boy. But then he not bang with them because of like because they were the enemy on the original series i mean everybody kind of had like a mild disdain for klingons yeah. at that point but it wasn't until the genesis project happened and, and they killed his son and yeah. they killed david that he was just like because then it shifted from okay well but then it shifted from tolerance to just prejudice you know what yeah, i mean like yeah. you, you can tolerate somebody and not really be a fan of them but be in the same room and get work done you know what i mean to to just outright be like mm. only reason i didn't like that is that at least as far as i remember you never heard anything about his son until that movie well they covered that you know his mother didn't no i understand but i mean still that's just writing it for the movie as to why you never heard about it in in, in even like the other movies you know that came before that well did that to that defense, we never heard about Spock's brother before, you know, the undiscovered, not undiscovered country, uh, uh, the final frontier. And yet, here he's got this brother. I thought they mentioned him in, um, I thought he got mentioned on uh, one of the original series one time. Mm -mm. They never. They never. That was, I think they were both victims of that. Very true. Very true. Um, you got like a favorite Kirk scene, Spider Tribble? Oh, you did. You yeah, did I did. One. I did uh, Gorn. Mac. No. Wow. <laughs> yo, 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 that was the most. Wow, you're a douche. That was the most Robin Gibbs thing really ever. Not. If no, you can't say not. nothing nice, you'll say shit. I said no. That was fucking nice. You leave the fuck alone, goddamn it. That was the most Robin Gibbs thing you're ever. You're a douche. <laughs> From That's the right. Barry Gibb that, talk that was, show. That was me throughout all of December for Star Wars prep. So I guess it was a long time coming. Um. <laughs> um. Well, he let us talk when we hang out. Yeah. Some other Kirkisms. I have a Kirkism. Okay. Like, um, how do you do a show back in 1969 with you know a nice 66. Like, 96, well, 66 to 69. It was three years. Um, and you know you've got you you are doing the show and it, it's all cool and then you come back and when was the 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 first movie? 70-something, wasn't it? 80. No, I 80. Think. I, think, I think it was 80. Yeah, yeah, 80. And you come back in 80, and now you've got damn near an afro of curls on your head. <laughs> <laughs> Juices and berries, baby. <laughs> hey, nothing but ultra perm. <laughs> got him some of that, mir that yeah, afro sheen. Perm. Ain't, yeah. there ain't that much afro sheen <laughs> in all of the 23rd century. <laughs> it's, it's the banging afro sheen, though, because it don't leave no grease behind. He can sit on someone's couch and anything. If you watch, if you see pictures of that that cast there, you can literally see everybody like looking like that hair though. Like, I mean, like Bill, what, 
Same, I, same Bill, argument. you all right? <laughs> wait, <laughs> you good? But wait, because because uh, you love playing devil's advocate. To play devil's advocate, Worf's hair out of nowhere grew like twenty inches. Yeah, I know. I noticed that. Yo, was a, his hair was all straight and a little, little cut at the shoulders, and because he he the first, first season, he had that little yeah. low, first season he, that he little was pump. he was coming was back like from the the high and tight, the cadet yeah. high and tight, right? Yeah. And he grew it out a little bit, made sense. It was at his chin, but then blam, he had like twenty three inches of yaki out of nowhere. So. <laughs> Like that's that's the thing. It's yeah, it's the thing. He went to the weave shop. Yeah, but that, at least that was a costume weave. Your man Bill, he was like, no, I'm changing I'm this whole gro- thing. I'm a grow this out. He'd been wearing a piece for how long? Yeah. Since he was twelve. Right. Yeah, I guess you're right. <laughs> that's true. That's true. And and to his, you know, in fairness, he wore a piece. And if I remember, I think Chekhov wore. Chekhov wore a piece. Chekhov had a hat on too. Yeah, they, they all had pieces. It was the '60s. Everybody had a piece of hair. Well, no, I'm talking about in the movies. I'm talking about in the movies because because um, Kirk, William Shatner, I don't think wore a piece in the show. That's what he wants you to think. He he, he may have, I, you know, he may have, I don't, but I don't think he wore a piece in the show. I know he wore a girdle. Mm-hmm. I do remember that, that girdle though. That yeah. girdle though. You know, the thing that I really liked about Kirk is that he could curse. Star Trek Four made me laugh so hard when he was <laughs> like he knew like the the like contextual curse words. I thought that was the greatest thing ever because you know I, I you know I guess we had been we had achieved so much in the twenty third century that we we're beyond curse words. But he he, he even, but Kirk was like no 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 no. I may have to go back to the twenty first twentieth century someday, so I'm gonna need to learn some of this shit. <laughs> Just in case I need to call somebody and you know put a double dumb eye, double dumb ass on them or that sort of thing. I I thought that was great. I thought that was the uh, funniest thing in the world because it was like, why would you know that? Like at what point he was just sitting on a ship like, hmm, let me do a little bit of research about twi- what does shithead mean? Right, I'm gonna just jot this one down here. I get to go back to the past. Yes, been saving these nah, for I get, a minute. I've been saving these for a long time since that. Jackass Gary Seven showed up. Now I get to use all of that shit. <laughs> like that's amazing. That is amazing. You know how Kirk is seen as like this big ladies man. Was there ever? Did he ever get with anybody who you kind of felt like? Eh, that's the one he should have stayed with. He. A lot of people slave girl try to make him out to be like a hound. A lot of those. A lot. If you go back and watch a lot of those episodes where he's put against somebody who's. You know, a, whatever, a, a, whatever. Another woman who's not a part of his crew. You know, they were always kind of putting themselves on him, and he was always he grabbed him by the shoulders. But not, not, <laughs> not initially. You know, a lot of those conversations were him being like, you know, you're a person. You don't have to be this way. You have hopes and dreams and thoughts and aspirations. They're like, oh God, you respect me for a person too, and that just made them that much more attracted to him. And of course, he's gonna be like, oh, okay, well, why the hell not? Since you here, but he, it wasn't like Kirk would, you know, beam down to these plans and be like, ooh, give me, 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 give me some of this. Like every every plan that wasn't Risa for him. No, no, and a lot of those, like he would look at them, you know. But I think. You know, he was he had spent a significant enough amount of time outside of the academy to have you know that captain's decorum like okay she cute but I got this mission you know what I mean I yeah but you know he still got them quarters though he did but it wasn't because he went out at, like for he should have had space aids <laughs> mirror mirror being another a good example of that you know he's on the other ship and he gets a captain's woman and she's 
trying all these tactics to put herself on him because in that society that's what women are supposed to do and he's looking at her like where you just this is oh so this is how y'all okay you do know you don't got to be like this right boo you ain't got to turn on that red light roxanne she's like i know but it's for you okay that's all right cute. i'll take a stab <laughs> hold on let me, let me get this real quick hello yeah i mean hold on girl we'll be right back and then do the rest of the episode Here's the thing, like all the women that he, you know, did get with, not many of them. I know everybody like keeps up for like Joan Collins in that one episode where he goes back in time. Mm -hmm. um, But not outside of Joan Collins and mostly because I know the the actress, not many of them really stick in my memory like that is fully formed characters much to, you know, um, illustrate your point. As opposed to in Next Generation, there are probably like at least, well, in my mind, there's at least two. But you could probably pull out maybe uh, two or three more women who in, I could see like Picard like, yeah, you really should have. Vosh was the only one that he was stuck on. And every once in a while, him and Beverly would kind of reminisce. But Vosh was the only one because he was real private. So he was never really out there. Like yeah, that Vosh got, got to him. Vosh the, got the, the one that was chasing skirts was Riker. Every other week. I was just about to say that Riker, yeah, Riker, was, was, Riker was getting cheeks on the rag. He wasn't chasing them, though. They was chasing him. Well, I he, remember he the little, one. It was, it was, he did a little chasing. A little, pull and tug. little, little bit. A little, little bit. Look. Riker, Riker tried to chase a John that wasn't even officially a John. Yeah, the uh, that like, was that remember the one the one species that was yeah, they were androgynous. That, yeah, he yo, and he was hollering at her. I'm like, oh, Riker, a freak. <laughs> that's the John. And no, I was like, yo, no, people no, no, in the no. future are open minded. No. Like that's the John. I was like, I hey, just yo. watched that episode. She came at him. He was like, but I thought y'all, don't you? Hmm. Oh, I guess. So. When in Rome, yeah, right. And in, in him being like, I got this gig here, and you're not really completely what I go for. I'm not saying you bad. You ain't. Bad. I mean, I mean, you cute and shit. I'm just saying that's not really. I ain't what saying I'm, I ain't curious. I uh, just you know. And by that point, that was her femininity asserting itself. So she was taking it to another level. And by the time she definitively, definitively was like, "Yep, I'm trying to get them cheeks." He was like, "Okay." Yeah. I said exactly for you, Najee. <laughs> Because I, 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 I got to say that because I've gotten so much feedback on Twitter from women thanking me for checking you on that. So, yeah, they were like, thank you for talking some sense into that young man. What'd you do? A couple weeks ago, he, he went on this completely disrespectful tirade about trying to get some girls attention. And I had to let him know about himself before someone in the street disrespected him. There's an episode of Next Generation, speaking of Riker, where Riker, he... he um, he goes, they make him look like a totally different alien. Uh, oh, to, it was a wave mission because it was first contact, but yeah, they were they contact. were they were pre warp, so he couldn't do it first contact. Right, and then like he gets he gets somehow you know through whatever story machinations he he gets knocked down. He's in the hospital and he has to get out of the hospital. And then the nurse, the alien nurse, is willing to help him. It's BB Newirth, like right, Newirth, BB, right. Yeah. yeah, Lilith, um, uh, from Frasier. She's willing to help him, but only. <laughs> you know, he takes care of Dick takes care of her first. She was like, I'm saying though, your mouth right there, you may as well. And he was like, I don't even know who I am. What are you saying to me? But it don't matter who you, you are. Want me to do? When you in Rome, better do this alphabet. Because <laughs> <laughs> he sure enough he sure enough went Sesame Street on it. Spell yeah, my right. name. Spell it. I, I so I, I do yeah, I guess uh, Riker was Riker was Riker definitely was the one. Riker was like creeping through all the different 
bunks. You see him in the middle of the night, like just leaving somebody else's quarters. Like, hey, what's up, guys? Just walking. Just as like, you were. As you were. <laughs> as you were. As like, you were. Like, like when Worf suddenly realized he wanted Troy, he came to Riker, like, hey, do you mind if I. And Riker's like, not paying attention to him as Worf is saying, yo, bro, do you mind if I. He's over here flirting with some jaw, like, hey, girl, how you doing? Yeah, uh, I like the way you wear that. Pit. What'd you say? Yeah, yeah, go for it. Uh, wait, what you say? Hold on, whoa, whoa come back here. What you say? <laughs> <laughs> he was like, I'm saying, you know, I mean, Troy cute. He was like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, all right, cool. Because, you know, Worf was like, I'm just being honored to the house of Troy. And Riker was like, uh huh, yeah, go ahead, have fun. So anyway, girl, I'm saying, I like you in the past. That's, that's the crazy thing about that when we think about Yo. it. Because cause Riker is pure pimp because he's like, yeah, sure, go ahead. You can play with that for a little bit because I know, <laughs> I'm a married. She know. <laughs> That in the end, we together. Where this is going, <laughs> and that's how it ended. Like, yeah. Yo, she'll be back. What? Another situation. Trying to find a picture for Riker. All of them look like prom pictures. My man got one foot up on something, looking like Captain Morgan. I'm like, why is he in these like pimp poses <laughs> in every like? You Google him, yeah. and it's all just like. Prom photos. <laughs> Jonathan Frakes is an attractive man. Xanatos. That's why. Um, oh, man. I'm trying to think about I've got a whole bunch of other Kirkisms here that are a little long-winded. Um, I like the, the parodies that people play on him. There is one on Mad TV where Will Sasso played Kirk, and this is when he was really heavy, mm-hmm. and it was all in Spanish. I was in tears. I was I was watching with some friends, and they they didn't know what he said, but it was I I knew what he was saying. I was cracking up. He did like an episode of, of Trek, <laughs> and then sometimes when he was talking, he'd rub his belly on somebody's face, like Sulu was sitting. There. <laughs> so he was standing there, and he was talking to him. And his belly was hitting him, and yeah, you know, it was. There's it's, a it's dumb. There's a classic episode of um, the Saturday on. Night Saturday oh. Night Live um, back in the the way in the early days of Saturday Night Live with John Belushi. They're playing like the cap, you know, Star Trek, and John Belushi is playing Captain Kirk, and they're looking they're looking at the, at the screen, and they see something like coming, and they're like, "What is that? Can you make it out, Sula? I can't quite make it out." And all of a sudden, like the the um, the turbo lift opens opens up. And it basically is the NBC vice presidents, mm. and, and they're coming like taking apart the set. So it was basically because the show, oh, yeah, the yeah, show yeah, got yeah. canceled, and they're basically like set your faces on stun, and they're like the faces won't what? <laughs> <laughs> and, and the vice presidents just walk up and just start taking the faces out of their hand and putting them in the cardboard box. <laughs> Another great one was um, an episode of Live, uh, in Living Color where it was Star Trek: The Wrath of Farrakhan. Yes, I remember that. <laughs> and Jim Carrey played Kirk. Oh, and he yeah, was I just that. Oh, God, he was perfect. And Damon Wayans was Minister Farrakhan. And he was like, sister, don't sit here with the back of your nappy weave hanging out. You can be this man's chocolate fantasy. You can rise above. And Laura was like, you know what? You're absolutely right. Laura, get back there and man the post. <laughs> and it was just, oh, the parodies of, of, of Shatner are, oh, the, are hilarious. Robot Chicken tears him up all the time. I remember one time, there was this one, I guess this is the most recent one, but it's about Shatner, and his piece, when he goes to sleep, his piece jumps off his head and goes, and it fights crime, and it's like like a spy and all that stuff, and by the end of the day, it comes back and sits on his head. (laughs) 
<laughs> and it's all exhausted. Right, <laughs> I was right. Like what? Yo, I did see that. I did see that one. I I do like Chris Pine. He is definitely. As a straight man, I love his eyes. He's <clears throat> he's hot. Like he's hotter than William Shatner. And William Shatner in his day he wasn't a bad looking. Was guy a good looking guy. Yeah. He Yo. definitely was. He had that smolder on point. Mm-hmm. But he, I give you that because. I had to look up stuff, and I wanted to get classic Kirk, and not any, not new Kirk. Oh no, like his first season, and I was like, he had the short when he had the shortcut. Like his when first, he first season started. of Star Trek, he was he was he like you say he was a good looking guy, and to that point, Chris Pine is a very attra- a very attractive dude, and he's a very underrated actor. He's yeah. he's very good in it, like carrying out the the humor. The, the the dramatic scenes he he's very good uh, the the action I really do like uh, I like Chris Pine a lot I, I liked in the first one um, the the quick exchange uh, between him and Uhura where he was like let me get my drink she was like I'm fine he was like yes you are I was like <laughs> yeah. I was like mm, he kind of meant a little bit of that you can tell <laughs> um, and uh, you know just to be shameless and completely objectifying him like. He's packing like he can run around and pair jaws, and I was like, "Oop, hey!" I don't know. Did you NCC seventeen oh one baby? How you doing? Did, you never saw the fake doc deal? The movie Into the Woods. No, he he's into that. He's in that. Like yeah. he's got like a uh, cameo in there, and he there's there's the I can't remember the name of the song, but it's basically a song in there that's all about just being like like. The prince of every like fa- you know like uh, fairy tale. And, oh, and, like, I and, know what you're talking about. Yeah, and he yeah. and he's singing that, but it's like completely like you know like sarcastic and everything. Mm-hmm. He kills it. He's so funny, and I, he's like standing on a waterfall, ripping off his chest, like his shirt open. Yeah. It's just because I'm the prince, and it, it's it's really. Funny. I forgot about that. I saw that with him yeah. and James Marsden, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. It's, it's I, like the best thing in that movie. I, I did see a little bit of that. He's hot. And he's aging well, too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Digging a little bit of the, the salt he, he started to mm-hmm. grow in. And, you know, scruffy Dude, beard. The I'm movie like, that's know. coming out in August, War Dogs, he's got like a... Um, it's kind of like... Got like Is it a war movie? Like no, a no, 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 no. It's like a crime. It's more like a... What's that? Uh, God, Lord of War? But that was like yeah, a Nicholas yeah, Cage yeah, yeah, It's like weapons trafficking. It's like weapons trafficking. Hmm. Based on a true story. But he's got like a like a real scruffy beard in it and stuff. Hmm. He really looks good. good. And yeah. actually, is, I think he's in... No, 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 no. He's in the bank robber movie. You're talking about the one with uh, Jonah Hill and yeah, the other John, guy. Oh. That's War Dog. Yeah, that, oh. He's that in the bank robbing movie. Oh, the War... Yeah, yeah. War Dogs is the comedy. The, the That's right. That's right. Um, 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 uh, uh, Miles Teller and Jonah Hill. That's War yeah. Dogs. Yeah, you're right. You're His right. John is I'm so thank you, thank know. you, thank you for clarifying that. Because if I had gone and seen War Dogs and saw some damn Jonah Hill, <laughs> I'd have been mad as hell. I'd have been like, "What the hell is I this?" Mean, it looks kind of funny though. It looks. <laughs> it does look fun, kind of funny, but the 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 the, the crime the uh, the robber John that's the one I'm thinking about. Let me get the name real quick. I'm going on IMDb and uh, get the film. Oh man, where where is it? Uh, da, 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 da. Is it? Um, is it Hell or High Water? Yes. Yeah, Hell or High Water. Yeah, that's, that's what it is. That's it. Yeah, that's right. Because I, me- I wanted to say it and it like remembered. I thought it like it had like kind of like a Western vibe, but that's because it happens out west. Who yeah, else yeah, is in Texas it? Texas or something? Uh, it's uh, Chris Pine, Ben Foster, okay, and uh, Katie uh, Mixon. A divorced dad and his ex-con brother resort to a desperate scheme in order to save their 
family's farm in West Texas. Ben Foster's solid. Yeah. He doesn't get a lot of good work, but the work that he gets. He's picky, which I like. He yeah, doesn't, he's not he going was, to settle for a lot of He was stuff. excellent in 310 to Yuma. I met yep. him at the screening for that. At 310 to Yuma? Mm-hmm. I met him and uh, Peter Fonda. Was Peter Fonda? Oh, yeah, he was. Yeah. I met the the whole cast. They were here. Um, the whole cast? Well, like the like the main stars, they were all there. They were they were Russell Crowe and it was a whole lineup. It was dope. I was I just I wasn't even doing press like that. I got to go to the screener and I think it was at the Ritz or somewhere, and it was like I kind of do remember that. They used to do that a lot. They and they do like Q and A. They did a Q and A afterwards at the time that that it came out. It was been a it had been like a little bit since a western, so you know they played it up. Yeah, yeah, I I do kind of remember that. Uh, Ben Foster was in. uh, He was in Warcraft. Ooh, yeah, he was. He was excellent in Warcraft. Yeah, yeah, that's right. He was the best thing about Pandorum. That was a terrible movie. What you owing for? It's weird. I I kind of like that movie. I, I was I was there with I, it. I like it. I was I was like, okay, this build is come. Oh, this build is dope. And then the climax happened, and I was like, uh, oh, so that, that's, oh. I mean, the ending was kind of typical, but like, mm. I think at the same time I was that was around the same time Dead Space came out. So, you know, horror inside of a space station was just like, that was the theme of like entertainment. Around that time, that had been a thing for a while. Aliens like that, deep space horror, yeah. Horizon. But aliens wasn't out at that time. That there was Super a big track, like space of time from them. Uh, uh, Snarf Dribble posted a gif of um, is it gif or jif? I say gif. I always right. say it's gif. Okay. Here's the thing: the creator pronounced it jif, but he's stupid because <laughs> the no, because the G stands for graphics. Yeah, so you would say you don't GIF. say graphics. Yeah, I always say GIF. Okay. Uh, Snarf Triple posted a GIF of uh, Chris Pine's scene that you were making reference to. Oh, from uh, Into he, the Woods? It does, it does look pretty funny. He's he's cute. Yeah, it was it was a musical. It was, yeah, the, well, the, it's the Into the Woods. It's a musical. Yeah, yeah. But um, th- that scene. I heard scene, it wasn't that good. I heard a lot no, of No, the people, movie is not yeah. that great, but that scene is like one of the best things in there. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed that scene in him in it. All right, ladies and gentlemen, um, that's our... Oh, uh, the Tinsel on Time thing. Oh, yeah, Tinsel on Time. Oh, thank you. Um, Leanne Lindsay, uh, Buttercake Triple, she won the uh, the passes at uh, our screen when we went to see Star Trek Beyond. So she won two three-day passes to Star Trek Mission New York. Now... She's going, but she doesn't want to go alone. Now, Leanne Lindsay, who is an extremely cute woman, she is she is very cute. She is has a contest, wants you to enter to be her Trekkie guide. She's not really into Star Trek. She likes it, she appreciates it, but she's not deep into Trek. So she wants to find a guy that will go with her, be her guest, to Star Trek Mission to New York to be her Trekkie guide. Now, in order to do this, she has set up a profile on OkCupid. So go on to OkCupid because she's using that to kind of, you know, weed through all the prospective candidates. Girl, Should have told her you Trek. 
Yeah, dragon fruit. Oh, yeah, but she wants somebody. So she went to she went to OK Cupid. So she's got she's got a she's got her um profile. Just saying, Buttercake Triple. She is um she's a a member of Triple Nation. She's won two three day passes to Star Trek, and she's looking for a Trekkie guy to join her over this Labor Day weekend. She she writes about film, food, and in Philadelphia for her blog Tinsel and Tine. She's looking for single man single men. Um, that at least live near her, or I guess willing to come into town for the for the convention, which is in September. Um, and you know, and uh, she doesn't have any children. See, she can never do without her laptop, movies, eating out, or a shower. <laughs> so those are the four things. That she, she is out there, and I I would say, like, if you look at this picture, I mean, like. Uh, Leanne, she's adorable. She's so full of life. And like, she's, so, she's so giggly and just bubbly and positive and optimistic and all that fun stuff. And her skin is always glowing. I'm like, what do you bathe in? You've got like this flawless freaking complexion. I don't understand how many ba- how many innocents must you slaughter so that you can keep your skin this great. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty dope. So we're gonna put her. We're gonna put her. Um, her link. To her blog that has her, her OK Cupid uh, link up there. Why is that not? It's never, never one to, one to work. I'm gonna put it out there on Facebook and on Twitter, so that uh, you can get in where you fit in, and uh, uh, you know, be her guide. Be, be her, her guide. guide. All she does, the Star Trek guys, may be lining up to show her way around. <laughs> I don't know. Losing momentum. It's been a long day. I'm super freaking tired. And I'm still a little starstruck because I had lunch with Erica Alexander and her husband, Tony Perrier, and sat three feet away from Sigourney Weaver yesterday. So stuff and things. Yeah. Things and stuff. Yup. Yeah, she is. Um, She's balling like that. That's what I'm saying. Uh, I'm trying to get this thing to come And I... I'm going to talk about this. Go ahead, go ahead. I'm, I'm uh, yo. I can't stop geeking over this, yo. So the t-shirt company that's promoting, uh, that's providing the the official J One Con shirts, uh, Inkster Inkster Inc. They own another company called Inkster Prints, where you can make custom shirts. They had, they asked me to come in and do some shoots and all that stuff for promotion and stuff. And then the next, you know, I find out that I'm on their website, like. Got my little modeling pick up there, look, like posing and stuff. Then they hit me up with a message. was like, yo, you mind if we use one of your pictures for a billboard? I was like, what? No, no. I wasn't paying attention because I was still in my Pokemon, right? So I was like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, cool. And then, like, I'm just going back. Then, like, the next day, I, I woke up, and I was like, wait a second. Did, billboard? <laughs> wait a minute. The next day you heard it? <laughs> yeah. You was Pokemon in that hard that the next day you was like, did he say Billboard? Yeah, I was Pokemon. Right? And then, But then I realized what he said. I was like, yo, I got to send him a message back. Like, wait a minute. Mean? I was like, what, you, what you talking about? Where? What when, you when he said Billboard, I, the first thing I thought was like a banner for maybe the store or maybe for the convention or right, something like, like that. Like something like that. I, I was like, what do you mean though. like Billboard? He was like, no. It's a billboard. Like on the side of 95. On the side of 95 on Oregon Ave. And I was like, you lying. And he was like, no. 
Go check. It's going to be there for at least a month. I said, oh, for real? I called up my friend, went over there. Yo, right up there. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm like, go ahead. Look, That's at this. Look at this chocolate man over here. That's um, dope. That's all right. Awesome sauce. I, I was like, wow. I never thought I'd see that. <laughs> like, all right, so we got two superstars, two ballers in on in in. I guess me and you, uh, we gotta get our game up, man, to match I, these two. I guess. Yeah, but I ain't like balling. Like I ain't got, got no new billboards. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I ain't yeah. have lunch with Eric Alexander. Like, what's up, Maxine? How you doing? Hug her I was three like, times. Yo. <laughs> Once, twice, three times. You don't need a mic. <laughs> Mad as hell. That's that salty Yo, shit. Right? Salty grits. Yo, I didn't even realize they were going to be down here until I was watching the Disney. I saw her up. I was like, wait a sec. Yeah. Oh, okay. That right makes a lot of sense. sense. Yeah. 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 I was like, oh, yeah. that yeah, it's, it's a slow week for you, huh? Yo. Like, bro. Yeah, just delayed. Uh, I got. Yeah, I've been stressing over this con business stuff, man. I gotta say, having having lunch with with Tony and, and then Erica was a really cool thing to experience. They have so much love and adoration and respect for each other that being around a couple like that that is not only you know involved with each other emotionally but also creatively through Concrete Park. And then, you know, politically with the, all this activism that they're doing, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. Th- you know, it's just just seeing them feed off of each other's energy and then put energy into each other and into what it, like it was just it was just beautiful stuff. Just seeing just being around them. And it was it's kind of weird because Erica is Erica and Maxine Shaw is Maxine Shaw. You know what I mean? But we obviously the conversation got a little political from for a couple seconds there and she went on this towering educated eloquated maxine shaw tirade about how donald trump needs to not have anything to do with politics and i'm sitting there watching her like oh yeah absolutely in the face and i'm geeking out on the inside like oh my god what are you talking about did, shaw? Did, did it in the back of your head like and we're living Yo, like I, single. I had to stop <laughs> from from looking for Khadija in them. Like you don't even know. Like it was hard because one, she looks amazing. She has not aged a day. So, you know, aside from her hair being different, like it was, it was just, you know, we were. I was talking to Erica, and then she started talking about Trump, and then it was having a discussion with Maxine Shaw, and I was like, and then Sigourney Weaver was there, and I, I couldn't say anything to her, but. Just breathe the same air that she breathed because I, I wouldn't have had anything. I wouldn't have had anything to say. I wouldn't have been charming. It would have been like Ripley's greatest triumph in the Alien trilogy was not over the Xenomorphs, but over the male oppression and privilege that didn't believe her in the first place. Like, what could she have really said to that? She might. Uh, thank you. Exactly. <laughs> she might. Thank you. Security. Yeah. Like <laughs> she didn't write the character. You know what I mean? Like so that would have been. You know, completely. That would have been fan. That would have been like when you met your the guy George Perez, didn't he? He geeked out with George Perez, but not as as much as as he did when Mickey Mike Mike is an artist. His name was Michael. He's Mickey Tribble. He came up to his table and you were oh. just like, oh, I want to talk to him. I'm Mike, gonna, Michael Golden. There it is, Michael Golden. He come on, don't want to talk to you. Nobody around here. Who's over talk to Michael Golden? Didn't we have audio of that? Yeah, we did. Something happened to it. Yeah, we heard it. <laughs> I heard it. I don't know. It's just lost in his sacks. And uh, I'm standing behind Len, and he's just like, 
still. And and Michael looks up and he looks at him, and Len doesn't move. And I'm like, it's. And I look around. I like I look at him and he's just got this huge facial grin like his whole face was teeth and he was just like and i was like are you geeking out right now he was like oh oh oh, 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 oh out. and then you had to take over and yeah. actually be the professional while he, while he like tri- child farts in his while hands drew on himself. and what was cool about that moment in particular is that michael golden was kind of jazzed about that too he was like okay all right all right all right here he goes okay yeah yeah you yeah. made his day yeah he did he did because he yeah, was yeah, he cheesing now. Like, <laughs> I made his day. He gonna go home like. But see, unlike you, I baby. didn't have backup to you know guide me through that because both me and Tony were a little like, oh, it's Courtney freaking Weaver, you know. So right, right, right. That would have not have been a, a. But you know, I'm putting this. I'm saying talking about it now. You know, when we blow up and get all big and famous, I'm gonna put it out there again. So eventually, when I cross our path, I'm be like, hey, I saw you way back when and didn't have the gumption to say anything. And hopefully by that point she'll have heard of me and be impressed by my work, or we'll just have a conversation and it'll be fabulous. I'll be behind her just sniffing her hair or something weird. She looks amazing. Just sniff her hair. Like, and I, then I would, I would whisper in the ear, "You're not the queen of Africa." And then just like, <laughs> what? <laughs> I, I'd have to. I, I, I can't. That that movie irked me. What movie is that? Um. Grills in the Mist? No, the the Egyptian one. She played the Queen of Africa. Oh, 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 Gods of Egypt? Yeah. Or was it? No, no, no. Go- kings and God- gods. Gods among us? No, kings, uh, king, kings, kings and gods. Gods and kings. Some bullshit, whatever. Yeah, it was, yeah. Yeah, I forgot she, she was in that. Yeah, well, you know, she got to eat. All right. Um, <laughs> yes, it's, 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 it's over wrap. Um, because Randy, Re-wrapped. Randy has left the building. No, <laughs> he straight left. Randy. Uh, so, ladies and gentlemen, this show will be available where you get it. Um, <laughs> Places. Dave will be online. Out. It's out there. Hey, if you're listening, you got it. You know what I mean? So, you know. So enjoy. you know where we at. You know where Get your at. cassette tape out and record it next time. You know where it's hitting for. All right. Uh, we got to get out of here. We're Shout out to Snarf Triple. You rock. Yo, y'all rock. Yay, y'all rock. Everybody in the Triple Nation. Oh, we still got passes to give out. Oh, well, well, next week. Yeah, next week. Next week. Or we could just do it online. Okay, we'll, we'll, we'll make it happen. Or we, we can give it, it away in person at the podcast festival. I don't know. I'm just spitballing <gasps> here. Oh, uh, well, we, I'm, I got some saved for that. Oh. They gave mm. us They gave us passes. Yeah, we yo, got, yo, got yo. Tunisian sand slippers at yo, the podcast festival. On, and at that note, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> um, in parting, we say. Hailing frequencies closed, Captain. Wow.